I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You played that girl in that movie with the guy with the... Yeah, sure. That's you. Ah, oh, that's what I love about this job. I get to meet the stars. I'm hardly a star. What? You kidding? I love your stuff. And the first was the best. My girlfriend's cut open and dragged across the ceiling. It was awesome. And when all that blood comes out of your boyfriend's bed, <laughs> yeah, I thought I'd shit. Here are some quotes. This is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Everybody, welcome back. No, oh, that didn't work. Hello, uh, hold on. Hey, okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack. Either fourteen or up. Those are your only choices. Uh, Filmsack.com. What am I doing? Oh, three fifty-five is the episode. Reminding the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. I'm Scott Johnson. I'm completely jacked up this morning. Joining me today, Brian. What if real life was like the dreams done away? Oh, please shoot me. Oh, hi. Hi. And welcome to Autopsies Are Us, where our motto is, please don't cry. That is going to be all right for the funeral. Now, if you could please excuse me for just a moment while I try to find an appropriate surface to put down my coffee and lemon poppy seed bread. Oh, wait, there is no such surface in a morgue. So why are we always eating in here? Uh, do we do we not get breaks? Uh, us morticians really need to unionize or, or maybe just go on a diet or something. Hmm, death makes me hungry. Hmm. Let me just see what's under this sheet here. Maybe there's some place I could put. Oh, oh my God! Oh, that, oh, that's why we don't lift the sheep past the face. Oh, okay. Uh, mm, oh, poppy seed bread. Pff, return to sender. Nope, nope. Just some foamy milk substance. Yeah, yeah. yeah on the You're phone. Welcome. You're welcome. Uh, thank you. I'm One, gonna, yeah. two. Dylan screaming for you. Okay, Get that kid out of here. <laughs> All right, hold on. So much for my uh, time I yeah, ran yeah, a morgue. Yeah, get the morgue <laughs> out of there. That I'll morgue, give you time to rewrite. There's some good. Uh, I'm glad you noticed the morgue stuff because that's a weird stereotype, actually. It had a uh, trope. Morgue, people eating in a morgue. I don't get it. It's always always a thing in the movie. 
mm-hmm. got the coffee, you got their little uh, cake bread. It's weird. Uh, also with us, Randy, something was scratching my crotch, I swear, Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. I've just been handed the full Freddy Krueger children's rhyme. <clears throat> Here we go. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, better lock the door. Five, six, eat Weedabix. Okay. <laughs> Seven, eight, check your own prostate. Ooh. Um, Ooh. Nine, ten, touch bad. your prostate again. <laughs> okay. Eleven, twelve, in your bum you'll delve. <laughs> 13, 14, you'll find a bean. Okay. 15, 16, plant the bean. 17, 18, it grows into a tree. 19, 20, you'd climb the tree. 21, 22, the tree really grew. 23, 24, you're kind of bored. 25, 26, eat Weedabix. Weedabix. All the fiber you need to push the beans out of your cold. Mm, nice. Weedabix. That was a long way to get there, but you got there. Yeah, you got to there. to 26 before you got to a rhyme with, with that again. Yeah. Interesting. Ooh. Yeah. Think about it. <laughs> I, I actually wrote two rhyming intros, and I thought, nah. Wow. wow. Randy's going to do it. You made the right choice, it looks yeah. like. Uh, also with us, and finally, Brian, he uses his stuffed dinosaur to stop Bad Dreams 2, Hibbit. <laughs> How do I top any of that stuff? Mm. Uh, since one of my complaints last week about Hellbound was the lack of rules in Hell, I thought it'd be a good idea this week to talk about the rules of Freddy's dream world and what he can and can't do. Number one, Freddy can cause earthquakes. Freddy cannot straighten your framed pictures afterwards. Apparently, nobody can. <laughs> I love uh, that. Number two. Crazy. Freddy can make your unplugged TV show reruns of Nightmare on Elm Street. However, he cannot show any of the scenes featuring Johnny Depp. It's true. Yeah. Number three. Freddy lives in the seat of your truck. Freddy cannot do anything about that fart smell. Number four. Freddy's tongue can travel through your phone as well as wrap around your neck and choke you. Freddy's tongue cannot pronounce the word bitch without a spray of spit all over himself. <laughs> And finally, number five, Freddy can work with Wes Craven to turn your life into a script. However, Freddy cannot get a SAG card and get health benefits. Yeah. Aww. Oh, that's too bad. He's got that skin condition. It's pre-existing. <laughs> it's a pre-existing condition. Yeah, yes. you can't get that looked at anymore. It's too bad. You got to pay out of pocket. Poor guy. Go to the ER. <laughs> It'll be fine. Uh, well done. Uh, hey, everybody. Check it out. We're doing our second. That's right. Second. Uh, it's October. Freddy movie. Yeah. Well, that. It is. We've. Yeah. We've been calling it Scary October. I'm starting to call it Sad October, Boring October. <laughs> I don't know what to call it. It's a Schlocktober. Hold on, this is our third. This, this, this is actually our third Halloween movie of the month, I guess, uh, at this right. stage. Fourth. And our fourth. Is right? it our fourth? Our what? third Halloween movie. Our third horror movie. What's our? Fourth. What was our fourth. first one? So we started with that Stephen King thing. Oh right. Oh, uh, the village. village. Yeah, or not the village. village. Yeah, yeah the that was the village. No, no, no. Dreamcatcher. Dreamcatcher. Oh, yeah. Shyamalan was the village. The, yeah. <laughs> this is all going really well so far. As, as yeah, our what memories, a month. Our memories are amazing. I uh, just came now, right out. I thought we just did Dreamcatcher because we wanted to. I don't know. Who knows? I think that was in September. We wanted to. Like, it's weird that we. <laughs> it's, oh, I know why. It's because we had to. It was going out of. It was going out of Netflix the That's next day. That's what the deal is, right? October first yeah. was the right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The so we are nation of Dreamcatcher. But this is technically the second Wes Craven film I think we've ever done, unless we've done something we never done like uh, People Under the Door or however. The, the, <laughs> yes, People Under the Door. <laughs> They're so little. They're so <laughs> small. What's that called? People under the stairs. People under the stairs. There you go. It's hilarious. Yeah. Under the door. And then the next. The uh, door on Hunted Hill. The house on, yeah. over there. There's a house over there. It's called. There's something like that. Anyway, we haven't done those yet. So there's New Nightmare, and then we did the first Freddy movie. And we've talked a lot about doing Dream Warrior and the other stuff in between. But 
you, you know who uh, we've yeah. seen more than just about anybody mm. in this movie? Mm. Miko Hughes. Yeah, right. The the screamy kid. We saw him in Pet Cemetery. Uh, uh, this one, and uh, there was something else we saw him in too. Yes. What was it? Um, shoot, I had him in my list. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kid's like thirty-five now or something. Is, yeah, yeah, and he's only like he's only like five-two. He's really short. I'm. Just, I, I don't know if he's five-two or not, but he's really he's really short. He's he remained. Uh, he re- he remained young looking and small. His most of his life. Yeah, well, is he still? I mean, he's still got a good portion of it left. We hope. But is he? Does he have the same childlike so face? And can he? Is he still working? No, no, no. He's he's grown up now. Okay. Is he, he looks work- like he belongs in a boy band. Is he working? Is he doing work? Or oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. He's uh he's doing several things. I'm trying to see if there's anything that you might would know of. No, there's some movies I have no idea what it's about, but he's in some stuff. Okay. Well, good for him. Uh, he is. Yeah. Uh, what what we're not going to be seeing is another Wes Craven movie ever. He uh, ah. passed away a couple years ago. Well, we might. Oh, see, you, know. you mean new ones? New ones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they, they always have a way of bringing him back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel Dave. like you've made. I feel like you've made that joke before on film set. Might have. Uh, <laughs> uh, I I was actually I I was amazed that this movie was as late as it was. Like it was. It felt new to me. It felt yeah. newer yeah. Mm. than the others. Yeah. Like. And I, uh, you know, I was thinking like this is uh, he made this and then Vampire in Brooklyn and then he started making Scream movies Mm -hmm. and the Scream films have always felt like modern to me, whereas the Freddy Krueger films feel old. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and the thing is, probably because Wes was only really involved with the first few. Uh, I think it was like first the first one and the third one it was. Well, and the fir- he- first one he wrote, wrote and directed. Third one he did the story treatment for, but he pretty right. much was hands off for the rest of it. There was no directing. There was none of that. In fact, he hate, he kind of hated them all, except yeah. for one. And that's then the reason he agreed to do this is he got to you know got to do it his way again, I guess. Yeah, and, and, and by the way, Spawn was the other uh, ah, that's it. thing we saw that's with it. Miko Hughes. He was the street tough, right? He was the kid, wasn't he? Yeah. He was like the kid. Yeah, the kid, Spawn, the, yeah. The little street tough kid. Oh yeah, yeah the street tough kid. Him. I thought, yeah. yeah, right. Okay. No, he wasn't. He wasn't Spawn's child. He no. wasn't the Spawn of child. No, 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 no. He wasn't the, the Spawn. Spawn. No, right, he was the, the he was the street urchin kid. Yeah, yeah right. That, yes, right. By that point, he was about twelve, thirteen years old. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because that was like ninety-seven or eight. This was ninety-four. Yeah. So four years makes a huge difference in a kid. <laughs> um, he was uh, Jim Lovell's kid in Apollo thirteen, and I can't believe we haven't seen Mercury Rising. Uh, with Bruce Willis, it feels like a. Mm, it feels like it really does. <laughs> sure. Well, yeah. So I guess he's uh, he's prolific in that way. But he's also in this thing. He's a big fat trope. He's basically the he's the kid from every horror movie. You know, exactly. The yes. one that wakes up he's and stares Danny through Torrance. you. Yeah, and he stares through you and talks in a different voice. He's totally Danny Torrance. Oh my god. Oh, he's so <laughs> never sleep again. Yeah. Ah. Kind of annoyed me a little because I was like, all right, come on, you got your own ideas, Wes Craven. What are you doing over here with this? Yeah. Yeah, and the poor kid i mean you know he's young he doesn't have his acting chops yet but really only has one scream and it's not a very good one no. <laughs> Gee, i have I a feeling we're gonna hear that later yeah, you might i have a feeling we will yeah you very so, you very well might. so yeah so scott do you have like a an i had did this to you last week do you have like an outline of this film can you explain yes the plot here because i I'm, I'm so tired of it already you're already tired yeah. of it all right of so plot so this is one that uh, I struggle with because Brian, in fact, Brian uh, Ibbett's intro is is uh, important here because I, th- I think that the rules of this world suck. I hate them. Yes. And yes. I've always hated them and it's never worked right for me. And there's so much disconnect from, OK, well, here physics matter, but here they don't. 
Uh, here, physics sort of mattered, but really there was nothing that really happened except, oh, the shirt's still torn, so something must have happened, but there's right. no blood you or actual wound. Freddie. Yeah. I'm gonna, you can, yeah. yeah. I'm going to argue for it because what's happening here is a collision of real world and versus fantasy. So fantasy is starting to come true and we're getting a real physical presence uh this this happening an a bubbling up if you will from the earthquakes and everything that is happening in their lives. So I I'm okay with the rules being a little bit wonky because that's the idea, right? I mean the idea is that Freddy's anything goes universe is kind of slowly creeping in uh, to reality, and that's what's supposed to be scary about. Sure, it, right? you guys, he's sure he's he's the he's the ultimate Bond villain, though, right? I mean, okay, his, oh, yeah. his ultimate goal is to punish the parents who killed him by basically attacking their kids and making them suffer that way. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, the problem the is, in the movie, yeah. Right. I'm sorry, we're not talking about the movie. Are <laughs> well, we? well, this is the, Wes, <laughs> Wes Wes Craven says there's a rule. Wes Craven sets up a rule and says that that the Freddy that he was putting into the story was actually an ancient being that wasn't necessarily oh. the Freddy oh, that we saw. You mean, okay, you yes, mean the movie right. within the movie. Got it, okay. I guess I'm right. talking so, more of the movie within, right. Uh, have, you talk- guys, have you guys seen uh, Garbage Pail Kids? No. The no. movie? Yes! No. no. Of course, Pride Runaway has been. I feel like we've been waiting for like seven or eight years to watch Garbage Pail Kids on film sack, and it, it, we'll get to it eventually, but there's a, there's a question that the movie has to raise for anybody who sees it, and that question is, what are these creatures? What are Garbage Pail Kids? Like, you, it's really, really hard to define. And this movie triggered that for me, where I'm like, what is Freddy? Mm-hmm. Because the, the film purports to be in set in reality, right? Mm-hmm. It, this is mm-hmm. in our world, where our, people like us are making movies. What right. is Freddy? Someone define Fre- Freddy in, in this movie. Mm-hmm. In the end of the movie, we reveal that Freddy is a serpent-like demon. Mm-hmm. So he is he is supposed to be or at least Wes Craven is, is is implying that he's supposed to be an ancient demon. Apparently sometime during, I, I couldn't quite tell the time frame, but it was almost teasing that it was like post-Roman, but somewhere right, right around Christianity, they rise. They, they really didn't nail it down specifically, but yeah, he's supposed to be a demon. Okay, so if he's Did a demon... Did you watch a director's cut or something? <laughs> no! No! <laughs> So if he's an ancient demon, okay, I'm going to go with this for a second. If he's an ancient demon, and I totally get it, and they did play it up to be he's an outside force. He's not the Freddy that was in the movies. The very end when he's uh, in the... uh, When they fall into Freddy's funnhouse. Right, no, 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 I understand that. But but ahead of all of that, and, and, and by that I mean, in the other movies, the idea is that Wes Craven wrote these other movies inspired by the dreams he would have about this caused by this, this demon. thing this okay. demon yeah. so he made freddy okay well we got to have some backstories a uh, child molester who then gets killed by a bunch of parents and now he's on a revenge kick in the dreams and so that's the setup for freddy in there but now that we're to this place where freddy isn't you know we're in the quote-unquote real world freddy was never an actual person who was killed in a furnace by a bunch of parents he is instead this weird muse that wes craven has unleashed right. on everybody and, exactly. and 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 therefore he's not he's no longer seeking revenge for the kid deaths or for the for his death he's now just a psycho demon who takes this form but, because that's but his... Wes is trying to retcon the humorous part yes. okay, of but Freddy Brian, for the first I'm not saying it's good for the first 80% <laughs> of new night listen for the first 80% of new nightmare the 
demon behaves just like the fictional character Freddy. Right. 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 Well, that, that's because that's because he's getting he's gaining more and more power, becoming independent. Because Freddy in this movie, uh, as as you fall asleep, as you as you edge to sleep, he can actually come out a little bit so he's he's slowly bringing himself into the real world right but he also uh, i just think it's just the idea is like he he the, the physical again the rules are broken so this take this with the grain of salt it's intended with but the physical manifestation that he makes as freddie uh with all the differences by the way this hand is a bio bone thing it's not a real it's not his hand in just a glove it's anymore not a glove. yeah right his uh his face is way different the way his skin and muscle stuff is it's very different than his previous incarnations it's like he's not burned this time it's it's something else and right. uh th so what i think this is it i think the idea is it's like oh well he has to still sort of be the essence of that or else how's he gonna reach nancy slash heather <laughs> Right, right. You know, like slash, it's slash like other, still slash. has to be still has to be this thing. It's it's like he's a what's the word? It's like it's like cosplay. It has to be a thing so people recognize it or something or else right. it has no power. Right, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, what is he? A red devil running around, I guess. I don't know. Right. Yeah. He but needs a manifestation. All that being a, said, it's dumb. I mean it's dumb. Yeah, but I but now I really want to see the movie that Brian Dunaway saw. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what? You know what, Ibit? There must be a there must be a final cut. It's actually good. I watched it on Netflix. I, I mean, I just, I, okay, so I do these animated GIFs and maybe I watch it a little bit slower. Maybe that's the difference because I, near the end, I'm going back through and I'm, I'm, I'm going through the video and I'm looking and I noticed, I'm like, oh, okay, so he's slicing, they're slicing Freddy's tongue in the middle. So he's got a forked tongue now. We, we, and we, we juxtapose that to a snake that was also uh, in the fire pit. And I'm like, okay. And then the final scene of the, the squeezy demon head. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, okay. So that I kind of, I kind of went back to my mind through the story mm -hmm. and uh, kind of placed those pieces. You know those devil, those, those devil demons, uh, afraid of fire the way they are. Uh, they yeah, like that, that, I didn't. Yeah, that was weird. And it Not got so hot, he just flame. <laughs> <laughs> he exploded. He like it was like you, right. those little stress squeezy balls. When yeah, you no, they were like um, it was like uh, it was like Total Recalls. What it reminded me of right, there, right? Yes, yeah. the bulgy guys. Yeah, yeah. So I, it's weird because. I mean, I think the movie's enjoyable, like on a level of enjoyment. Like, there's some fun there to be had. Mm -hmm. sure. um, I'm, I'm surprised that the whole movie within a movie kind of concept kind of sort of works in a 1994 kind of way. Um, I don't like the rules, though. The rule set bro breaks it every time, yeah. and it's true of I, all oh, Freddy yeah, movies. I want to finish my thought about uh, why he's like the uh, Bond villain. Okay, oh, so, yeah, go ahead. So, yeah. really quickly to recap... Uh, he's, uh, the original Freddy angry at the parents. Um, and so goes after the kids, but what he does is he tries to attack the kids in the most elaborate means possible so that they have every single possible way to escape yeah, right. and thwart his plans instead of just saying, Oh, you know how I can, you know, really irritate the parents. I'll just kill their kids. Bip, bop, yep. boom. Yeah. Done. Stab, stab, stab. Done. Out. <laughs> <laughs> don't have to monologue. Don't have to yes, walk around. But yes, yeah. the demon uh, the manifestation of a... <laughs> uh, Whatever Brad said, demon blah, blah, blah. Exactly. <laughs> Probably has other ideas. Right. But still like dangling, you know, dangling Heather Langenkamp's uh, kid mm -hmm. uh, well, over, see, that, over traffic. Yeah. That to me was... That to me, it was, it was kind of. I don't know if Wes was trying to say all these things, but the things I was getting from it was it was a new nightmare, and the story is always really, in Wes's mind, always revolved around Nancy, 
So he's kind of going, forget the rest of the crap. Nancy and Wes is where it's all at. And this is where Freddy has his power. And this is how he's this this demon is manifesting itself. However, Nancy's no longer have she no longer has nightmares about kid things like she did back in the day, which was, you know, a, a more sexual of nature. Now she's having more nightmares like an adult has when you have kids and their kids are being attacked and she has to protect her kid and, and all these natural disasters are happening around her. It's a, it's a newer nightmare. So I don't know if that's what he was kind of going for, but I could have almost at that point said, well, then just get rid of the Freddy stuff entirely because right. that's which not he does, playing which well. Which he does when he starts making Scream movies. Right. And, and right. so you kind of feel like this is a transition, which I guess is intellectually interesting, right? Yeah. Like that yeah. he's he's examining the 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 idea of scripting something and what what brings you know out of your mind onto the page an idea it's just this is i'm supposed to be watching a horror film and it's set in sunny summer in los angeles and i'm like yeah. well you know and i hate to keep i hate to keep bringing up blade runner but you know this amazing new movie opened a couple weeks ago and a year <laughs> and a half ago we watched blade runner on film sack and it was the it was the theatrical release right mm-hmm and uh, and so then uh, you know you guys were like telling me over and over you've got to watch the final cut to to enjoy the movie and I'm like okay I will someday and so then I tried to <laughs> but I waited too long <laughs> I waited too long to watch the final cut and then I got into it and I'm like this is just exactly like what I remember is the theatrical release so I didn't finish it and the new one the Blade Runner 2049 is amazing. It's it's a fantastic film. It's one of the best films of all time, mm-hmm. and and I come away though going, man, look at the setting and the mood. That's really where this film shines. Like the, it it has this setting like Mad Max Fury Road that's not like your reality. Mm-hmm. It's very, mm-hmm. you know, it's very particular, and it drives a particular emotion out of you. The setting, and then we go watch New Nightmare, and I'm just like. Oh look, that's where I live. Yeah, right, right. that's L.A. But isn't yeah, isn't that the idea? The idea is that yes, the idea is that it disrupts your reality. That he creates this new torn reality. In many cases, literally, like that house with but the. But that's convenient. not scary. It's not. I agree. I've never been <laughs> no, scared by Freddy no, movies. Not but once. You can't. You can't. Um, uh, you always have to have some loose connection to your world, right? So, so what it is in. 2049 is the connection is that feeling of you know wanting to be something else wanting to be human for them but you know for us for humans it's wanting to be something more um that's our loose connection to 2049 for um for new nightmare the world is our connection and then the fantasy aspects are what's kind of layered on top of it there's for something to be scary you've or something to be compelling and interesting you can't just have it all be out there like legend uh, i think is a good example of that yeah you watch a movie like legend it's like oh who cares yeah. right it's you know right right yeah. um but you have to have some sort of uh, I mean, tendrils they, connecting to what, either like your, what's the right. human yeah the human connection he- like even Heather, fury road is about is about her. people being tr- horribly mistreated uh mm-hmm. in the in this particular case the wives of Min morton joe are horribly mistreated they are they're abused and 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 sl- enslaved and all this and right. that's the connection. Right. We make that connection and go, yeah, I'd fight for that too. So now that world's even more rich because not only is it visually interesting, not only is it contextually inter- interesting and historically interesting, it's also interesting because I totally get that I should you, be pissed about oppression. You would feel the same way and you would do the same thing. Yeah, or, 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 or you know, what any good movie, that's what they do well. This 
So mm-hmm. movie is, is a disconnect for me because, and everyone thinks is one of the great Freddy movies. I'm about to tell you uh, the, the opposite because <laughs> while I think it's well made and there's some fun to be had, like I can't relate to any of these people. When her husband died, no one gave a shit. They just right. did not okay. care, so I dude. Was, I was Let's actually mad at that moment. I was too. Died. I was annoyed. I'm just like. Where is he working that he has to drive all night to get home? Yeah. Let's take a let's take a temperature well, of the room real quick because I, I sure. want to know because you're right, a lot of a lot of uh, fans like this one a lot. Mm-hmm. And I am a fan of the series. Yes. I have watched all of the all of the movies and I I it, just like other movies like Alien and Predator, I'll turn those movies on throughout the year. Nightmare on Elm Street is mm-hmm. the same for me. I'll like I'll just turn a couple of them on, watch them through. So I'm really deep into the Nightmare on Elm Street series. How are you guys? Are you kind of like I, I like the first I like, one? But- I like the series. And what's funny is I thought I'd seen them all as well until I saw right. this one. I'm like, oh, I totally haven't seen this one, and I don't know why I hadn't seen this one because mm-hmm. the 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 whole fourth wall thing th- totally threw me for a loop. Yeah. I wasn't expecting like uh, expecting it, and I do like that aspect of it. I do like the um, you know, the, what, what mentally happened to Jamie Lee Curtis after she did Halloween, right? Like, right. did she, did she have a hard time sleeping after doing those movies or was <laughs> the, uh, the fact that it was a soundstage and there were grips and no, it was, it was 18 guys with trouble sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Take off your clothes and rub against the banister. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good, I mean, the yeah. concept is interesting. I just don't yeah. know that it holds up. Little, and yeah. it's not that it's not badly done. I don't know if it can ever be rightly done. Like, it's hard. Here's what I would suggest, and, and this is going to hopefully blow everybody's mind because I have the perfect solution. New Nightmare should have been, now this probably wasn't Wes Craven's you know, first thought because why would he want to do this? It's not the kind of movie he makes. But it should have been a found footage movie if you want me to suspend yeah. my disbelief about is this real life or whatever because there's like a line in the trivia. This is the worst, you guys. I got to read this. This is so bad. It says, uh, the film, let's see. Oh, yeah, the film has no opening titles to blur the illusion of whether this is a film, a documentary, or something altogether different. That never right. once entered my mind because, right. duh. So so make it more documentary. Am I watching like. a reality show? Right. That's- yeah, I thought I was watching a television program. Yeah. I really did. Like, that's how blurred those lines yeah. were. Do this, even, do, I didn't even know it was a movie. Do this like Blair Witch or VHS 1 and 2. Like, give me a... So, yeah, that would have been interesting. Do, how do you do dream sequences with found footage? Oh, yeah. Like, right. I can understand the, the outside stuff, the walking around like, oh, my God, there's a guy over there who's working on a Freddy Krueger hand, and it's attacking him. Ah! Just, but then uh, how do you do, like, the... And also, to the, to the degree that this film has any heart and it actually does it's got it's got a little bit of of, you know like character building and this kind of thing it really pays (laughs) off at the very end when she has the script and she's reading like literally the words that Mm -hmm. her child is about to say to her and this kind of thing and and that kind of thing works it's just they go to hell and it's so bad you know like hell is broken broken roman structures yeah like it's it's how you get from point A to point B that really matters in a movie like this, and and I, and, and apparently a swimming pool that you can land in and not be damaged, right? Uh, but you can stand up in afterwards. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. fall, yeah. fall damage fall damage doesn't count in this movie. I know, certainly not. Yeah, a child a child is depicted as jumping from a height of like thirty feet, yeah. and oh, mom yes. catches him. 
Mom catches them. No problem. They're both they're, fine. They're all they're all major. They're all World of Warcraft mages. They get that feather yeah. fall thing or whatever. It is. <laughs> Slow fall. But they, uh, yeah, like that kind of the, the rules and how they don't connect are really a problem for me, and I and it's really hard for me to get over. So what I have, so to answer Dunaway's original question, I love the series. I think he's an iconic character, and I always have a good time. But I don't ever get scared ever. It's right. not scary and to me. It's it's yeah. just weird. You know, and and dumb I, and and disjointed and strange, but I still like it. You know, it never scare. It doesn't scare me as I've gotten older. But when I was young, the idea, the simple, the the short line that he pitched this movie with is is what would have probably got me. It's like, oh my goodness, you can really die in your dream. Just hearing that as a kid was like monumental. I mean, when the first time I heard somebody say, "Oh yeah, if you if you hit the ground when you're dreaming, when you're falling." You're dead. It's like it's like, oh my gosh! I now I'm afraid to sleep. Yeah. And uh, so, but yeah, now that I'm older, it's like that's eh, that's not scary. <laughs> Where you know, like Pinhead actually scares me. Speaking of the Pin doesn't Pinhead doesn't scare me. It, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Well, I, yeah, it's a different kind of scare. Like it's a mm -hmm. it's a yeah. I feel like icky. I could just push my hand into his face and cause right. him serious injury. Like that would be my act. That's these, how I defeat Pinhead is, right. is a flat palm slap right. to the forehead. And just just show up with a just show up with a hammer. Yeah. How you doing? How you doing? Pinhead shows up. Pinhead shows up on the verge of being wounded and all you have right. to do is just yeah. yeah, just bring a hammer and you go, oh shit, I'm going back. Sorry. Your hammer looks like a cat paw for some reason. <laughs> um, I, I'm fascinated by something Dunaway said a couple minutes ago, which is the uh, that there are people who do and don't rewatch like I'm going to just call them October movies because that's a mm. that's a genre, mm. uh, like who who rewatch I don't know Friday the Thirteenth or whatever. And there's people who clearly don't. I'm one of them. I can count on one hand the number of times that I've rewatched an October movie outside of like October. Mm. I, like seriously, I just do not do this ever. I so this you're is, like it's like July. We're not singing Christmas songs. Forget you. Mm. No, this yeah. is maybe the fourth time I've seen a Freddy Krueger film, and three of them were for film sack. So I, I just like I, I'm fascinated by that because like what what compels you? Because they're objectively bad, right? We all agree these aren't. I, there, there are very very few great October movies, right? Well, now if you're if you're asking. Me, why I watch these, I consider most modern horror from the 80s on to be our new form of fairy tales. And I've always loved fairy tales. I read the old stuff. But this to me, I guess it really started during the 70s for me and on. Most horror movies that stuff like Saw, I don't, I don't get in that kind of stuff, but stuff like, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, aliens, all that stuff, almost seems kind of fairy tale-ish mm. in a way. A big monster so, and 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 yeah. innocent people trying to solve the deal. Yeah, I, I think I can see that. I can totally see that. I mean, well, it's not teenagers. Sure. And morality tales. Sure. There's definitely you're you're a creative person. You're you're a comic artist among other things that you create, and so it makes sense that you're interested in the uh, concept of October movies because they're so different than everything else. Like, there's no there's no wonder. Why we have Inktober and Drawloween, right? Like, yeah. you wouldn't, you don't have this in April because October brings about this time of year when everything changes and people have all of this mythos around, you know, scary stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, it makes total sense that you're interested in it, mm -hmm. you know. And, and so I don't want to, I don't want to take that away from you. 
I just I'm blown away by the idea of you know it's it's uh it's Easter and right. you're putting on Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. You guys going to hunt for Easter eggs? I'll be here watching Halloween. Yeah, no kidding. You guys have fun. <laughs> all right, wait. This brings up a question. What do we do? Do we all have a movie that we can that we've seen on film sack that we feel like actually scared us a little bit? And, I, and I'm sure there's one. I just I'm trying to rack my head. Oh, for me, it's absolutely Angel Heart. That's um, oh, yeah. that's that's a movie that still kind of gets to me. And it's not the shotgun and the hoo ha, Scott. It's nope. the, oh, uh, it's not. Okay, all right. But the, it's the it's it's actually the psychological aspect of it of feeling like you don't know who you are and you don't know this dark side that you have that you don't remember and uh, and and discovering that you've committed all these horrible acts mm. that that for me is like way scarier than you know some dude with organic claws and and uh, <laughs> a, a fedora and a bad fedora <laughs> why does so wait wait so he's got all the new like facial scarring he's got the new bio you know, the the hand with the claws instead of it being a glove. Why does he still have the red and green sweater? I don't know. He tried to get rid of it. I think there's probably a little bit of arguing going on there because Wes Craven did try to introduce his more uh, edgy uh, with, with the trench coat and stuff. Yeah, I mean, have, was, and he was supposed was, to be less menacing, or he was supposed well, to be more menacing and less jokey, and, you know, right. like, there was all and, these and, attempts. And by the way, by the way, you can explain anything through this simple calculus. Wes Craven wrote New Nightmare. Wes, Qua Wes Craven wrote the original Nightmare on Elm Street. What you're watching is inspired by Freddy coming into Wes Craven's dreams at night. Therefore, anything you see is inspired by Freddy, the actual Freddy. Yeah. And that's that's it. Like you you now have an explanation for anything. Doesn't matter what you're questioning. <laughs> it was inspired by the demon speaking right. to Wes Craven at night. That right. sound that, that, that so all, any any that bad movie you can actually just uh, so it wasn't me yeah. uh, I didn't make yeah. Ishtar uh, it was right. uh, it was Demon, Ishtar Demon uh, made me make that movie yeah by the way my my answer to your question is Poltergeist not Poltergeist Exorcist we watched the yes. Exorcist oh yeah oh Zach. that's a good one wait yeah. did we watch the uh, we haven't seen the we Exorcist we haven't watched yes. the Exorcist no we, we have not we did. no we, we did. haven't no we haven't I'm sure we did I don't think so because because I we come up before and I'm with you I've told this story before on the show. Uh, as as a as a five year old, uh, my my mom took me to the drive in, and she thought I was sleeping in the back seat, and and, and they was watching The Exorcist, and I kept, you know, catching yeah. glimpses of it, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't we've never, we've never, we've never done it. Thought we saw a sequel to The Exorcist, but we haven't even seen that. Nope. Are, how the hell? I don't know. It's one of those. It's one uh, of those Mandela effect. I, yeah. Because because I remember watching it, and I remember we went on and on about how happy we were that it was an actual drama and less of a horror movie. Hmm. Because because the priest in The Exorcist, it's about him. It's about his struggle with his faith and so on. Uh, no, nope. really, we didn't watch The Exorcist. <laughs> no, we really I haven't seen it. Might be thinking of it's so possible you're thinking of um, the Omen. The, the Omen. The Omen. The Omen yeah. is so similar. Yeah, yeah, the Omen is basically Exorcist Boy Edition. I mean, it's just so that kid was, edition. That was uh, <laughs> that was Film Sack Forty Six. Episode wow. Forty Six was The Omen, and I I don't remember it that well. Yeah, that must maybe, have been it. Maybe it's so similar to Exorcist. That it's, like, it's like, you know, and we will get to it, obviously, eventually. I think The Exorcist will happen. Um, but I'm going to agree that that's, of all the horror movies I've ever seen, that one still leaves a big, fat scar on me. But I don't, honestly, I can't think of anything on films like that really scared me. Like, really scared me. And I'm sure I'm forgetting something. And someone's going to write in and go, dude, you forgot you said this about whatever. Right. It's entirely possible that I'm forgetting something. But I, I can't think of anything where I was super scared. And, and. And I don't, maybe that's just a, 
I mean, I saw a movie recently, The Witch. I thought that thing that was scary as hell. I didn't like that thing at all. Um, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. I nope. mean, it was good. It was really well made, which is part of the problem. It was extremely good yeah. for a horror now, movie. That, that terrified that me. The is that the witch or or the the witch? The the witch. The witch. The the witch. The papa bit witch. I guess just the witch because it's two v's. Yeah, the witch. Vavoom. The vavoom witch. Uh, uh, you know what a, a problem with it all is that we're old now because I <laughs> if I had seen The Shining when I was a teenager that would have scared oh, the hell out of you me. You know what? Shining got me. Sorry. Yeah, that still gets me. Sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah, that's the one. I don't know if it still gets me or not. That's a good question. It still, the it still with gets the, me with the uh, the pig head fellatio. That's totally the scene. Oh, <laughs> well, that'll get you every time. It's always scary. Pig head suit man fellatio. Yeah. Just close your eyes you, and pretend it's a human. I think once you right. I think once you have kids, your your fear of almost everything except for keeping your child alive is pretty much takes backseat. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's scary, but what if my kid got yeah. sick? Yes, but but keep... this but this movie was so unrealistic with the 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 relationships that it was hard for me. Like the the husband died. Oh, all right, well, moving on with their life. Like it, there was nothing. I know you don't still live in the same. Who does? I guess people do, but I've always thought of myself as if if my spouse died, I'd be like, I don't want to live here. I can't live here with all this stuff around me. I couldn't that's do kind of stuff anything. I would be a piece of quivering shit. Like I'd be the worst ever. And 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 to have them do, like, ugh. even just the experience of going to the. Do you just go through the back door of the morgue there and? Yeah, and, uh, walk right in. All these bodies, bodies, and they're all torn people to are, pieces. People are moaning and screaming in there. I'm like, what is this place? Yeah, that was some horse shit. <laughs> this one guy's over there eating Cheetos or Funyuns or something. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't buy that at all. I mean, that's yeah. that kind of stuff just rings untrue. Was, the 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 the, the thing at the funeral, like none of that. Just it just didn't feel like real relationships, and because of that, I just never really, I never worried about the kid that much. It was like no big deal. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Randy's. Uh, plead the west and go well it's not supposed to feel real because you know the dream the dream world is encroaching upon the real world and it's supposed to feel surreal because there's things that aren't really happening yeah but the best Uh, surreal movies ever made i can't think of any off the top of my head but good surreal (laughs) films where you there's a sense of unreality is always anchored by somebody who's the protagonist or antagonist or somebody we can hook our chain oh, to yeah, and like go, Toro, oh, I feel like Gilmo, they do. Guillermo del Toro's, uh, like, um, Pan's Labyrinth, Pan, I think, Pan, is yeah. a surreal, surreal film. But, yeah, very uh, good for- example. And that one, you are rooted in these people because you care about them. They're real-world things mm-hmm. uh, lock you in so that when you're seeing guy with eyeballs on his hands, you're rooting for her. And you're mm-hmm. not... Right. Because she's real to you. And in this movie, no one seemed real, including the dream part. Like, that's not enough. you got to have some anchor for me to have empathy. It's the whole well, reason and, we tell stories. There's no other reason to tell them otherwise. Well, And, right, and as right. scary movies go, when you are on that like dividing line between reality and surreal, there's some really good stuff. Like the best scary movie of all time came out this year. It's called Get Out. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I've heard yeah. that's great. I still haven't mm-hmm. seen it. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if, not sure if I got caught off. I'm plug myself. What um, say? Is that all I had to say about it? Yeah. That's it. But, Get out. Bye. Get out. <laughs> And that's like uh, that's like a great example of reality based, right? Mm-hmm. And and y- it takes you right up to that dividing line where you're like, is there a supernatural in here? And they never actually 
let you know. Like you never find out whether right. there's something supernatural going on or not, mm-hmm. which is perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Uh, a, a movie like New uh, New Nightmare could have benefited from being like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I agree. From but this was yeah. 1994. So I mean, okay, so That's let's true. let's look at let's look at the tools that Wes Craven had to work with because a lot of movies mentioned have been post that, uh, and this was 1994. Uh, I I I related well to Heather. Langenkamp, I think she has some of the best. Fa- she has some of the best facial emotions. She's to me, she's a really good actor in that aspect. Yeah, she's great. I mean, what? I believe she's it. Fine. I believe it. I believe what I, she's. I, doing I like with her, her fine. Face. I like her fine. I don't think she. I mean, I, I don't think she's. I think that. I think that you know, you finally give Heather Langenkamp the role that she was born to play, which is herself, and she herself, still can't right? do it. <laughs> She's, I feel like she's still always she still always has this expression like she's smelling right. something bad in the room. Yeah, but of, the, of all the of the but of all of the scream queens actually, of her era, she's pretty she's up there as far as all of way, them go. It's a it's a low standard, way, but yeah. It smells like something's burning in the oven is the title of her picture on IMDb. If you, <laughs> if you go if you go look at her picture on IMDb, it's really? like oh I she's She's like, oh, there's, I smell something. Are you taking my picture right now? Because I smell something burning. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's exactly here's a, it. <laughs> here's a clue. Here's a here's a hot tip for you. Guess who is in the new Hellraiser Judgment video? She's in there. Yeah, she's yeah. the landlady. Yeah, she what? plays the landlady in the new Hellraiser. Yeah. When, when we say new, like way new, like like it's 2017. Yeah, this year yeah. the the weird little short thing or whatever they're doing i don't know what it is they're, they're rebooting that damn thing so maybe it's part of that but she was also remember she was we talked about this last time she was in star wars uh into darkness into or sorry star trek into darkness yeah and she played some alien head thing unrecognizable i mean you'd look at it and go oh that's not who the hell's that right you know? so, so in a in a major motion picture like star trek into darkness four years ago she wasn't in the top oh 25 build actors right mm-hmm. that's that's where she is that's where she's at and that's fine that's a cool nerdy thing to do she seems friendly and, and nice and kind and all that she, i've seen I, I did a little deep dive yeah. on where she at now what's she doing but to say she's well, a great actress would be a lie to say that she's a good scream queen slasher movie yes. actress it's probably just fine. I don't think she's uh, she's she's up there. They're all bad, is what I'm getting at. I don't say they're bad. There's a certain skill level I used. Okay, look, look Miko was screaming his head off, and I wasn't buying it. So there is a skill to being believable. <laughs> well, sure, being scared. also being over the age of four helps. But yes, I agree. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> he was older than four here, right? I don't know what he was here. Yeah, I I would say six. Okay. I, I I'm just guessing. I haven't looked him up. Yeah, I would say he was six. about six. Yeah. And I, I mean, yeah, she's fine. She's fine. I mean, literally, it's the definition of fine. She'll fit the role. She'll do it. She's, fine. she's in an iconic movie, first film. There's no reason why she shouldn't be in more of them. Like that's her deal. That's her job. And right. and she did she did what she was supposed to do there. And she was you know, oh, fine. and I take it back. Playing Heather Langenkamp was the second uh, role that she was born to play. She played the same, she played another role in 1994, same time as New Nightmare. That was the actual role that she was born to play, which is Nancy Kerrigan. Oh, very nice. Oh, that's oh sure. right. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Did the girl? Did her babysitter play uh, the, the other? <laughs> oh, that'd <laughs> be great. Harding? Yeah, Tanya. Oh Harding. no, mm. she's uh, way prettier than uh, Tanya Harding. I don't know who that Fiddle is. Little bitch or whatever her name is. I don't yeah. remember and her name. I recall. I recall that as being one of those rush, rush to TV <laughs> yes, films. It totally was. Yes. Where it's yeah. like they already have a movie. 
Like it was like two months after the I love that controversy. I love that my point was that she's blonde and could play Tanya Harding. I love that Ibbets was Tanya Harding's ugly and that other actress right. is good looking. I like that. Okay, I maybe mean, well yeah. I like that. That's no, fine. I, I'll it was bet an honesty you, to you it. Don't if you don't know which one is the evil one and you just show someone a picture of Tanya Harding and uh, Nancy Kerrigan, I'll bet you different people think It'd be hard. Yeah. Think different oh, ones really? are the pretty be... one. <laughs> I thought you meant the evil one. <laughs> well, well, that, or that one of these or one of the evil one. <laughs> I'm just saying like when you, when you just look at them and you don't have any idea what they done, you know, Yeah. I'll bet, I'll bet you it's got something to do with, you know, what you're familiar with. Cause There's... they're, yeah, there. She doesn't look evil. Like she, yeah. she, she did something horrible, but she doesn't look evil. Did they? They're still around. They got. They got things she, going and on. And she hired somebody to do something evil, right? Or or bribed. Mm-hmm. That's right, Jeff Galuli. Yeah. yeah, there's there's well, the real evil name. in your world. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking at these uh, uh, current photos of Nancy Kerrigan. She is cool looking in her in her middle age. Really? Yeah, not so much Tanya Harding, but Nancy <laughs> Kerrigan is just kind of cool looking. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. she looks like a. It looks like somebody yeah. would want to walk up to and go, "Excuse me, do you have the time?" Yes, it's four o'clock. Like there's something about her. <laughs> thank, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's not creepy at all. Yeah, <laughs> not at all. Not weird at all. Um, so Robert England gets the most screen time he's ever had in his life as not Freddie in this. Um, yeah, that's fine. Uh, he's I like him. He's a, I think he's uh, it's it's. To me, it's unfortunate that dude got completely typecast, really, um, yeah. as Freddy, despite the fact that it's mostly makeup that makes him Freddy, and he's kind of a nerd, you know, welpish-looking dude outside of the makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, but it bummed me out, because actually, if you Jeez. if you just put the acting up on the wall from the entire movie here, I think you got to give it to that dude for his pretty subtle I performance when he was playing himself. I thought he was great. He was yeah, the only so thing in here where I thought he was good. I don't, I don't think he was, I don't think he was typecast or nothing. I mean, it's not like what, well, well, uh, when people see you, all they can think of is Freddie. I don't think that I think he was, uh, who do you, just... who do you think of when you see him? Do you think of the character from V? Yeah. I think of the character from V. <laughs> no, you right don't. Away. You immediately <laughs> think he could have been a great star. Blue blocker glasses. You he could have been about. a good Star Trek character. He could have been a million things. I don't know why no he kidding. wasn't. How come he was never tapped to play any sort of alien in uh Yep. In, in any Star Trek thing. I'm amazed been, by that. He would have been the, he he been the traveler. Look at, his career, look at his career. Now, was he a leading man? No, but oh my gosh, look at his IMDb database. It's like full of Simon and Simon. Come on, what do you want? <laughs> he did, he did I'll fine. Tell you, I'll yeah. tell you what I love about it is you could tell that someone sat down, like a, a group of people sat down and said, all right, what is the weirdest thing that Robert Englund, the actual guy, could look like, could be doing? Like, how can we how can we have make fun of him as an actor? And like we're gonna put him in a turtleneck with round glasses, and he's gonna be painting. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it yeah. was very fun, and and I appreciate that a lot. He's doing some cool cartoon stuff. He's on a regular show as Anti Pops, Mystery Man, and Stag Man. Those are all characters I like a lot. Oh, I, he yeah, plays and a bad, bad guy. Yeah, and he's uh yeah lots of lots of other uh like the Riddler, the Vulture, as far as um, DC and Marvel villain uh, mm-hmm. animated villain voices and stuff. Sure, a whole bunch of those. Here's a, here's a good Dormammu. one. Dormammu in a movie called Zombie Mutation, he <laughs> played he played Dream Man. Gee, I wonder. Oh, oh I Dream one, Man. Yeah. Oh, Gosh, I can't imagine that, what that's a tie to there. No, no, it's like every every girl's dream man is basically who he's playing. Right? Yeah, Dream. Hey, man. here's here's something I didn't know existed. <laughs> Lake Placid. Right, sorry. <laughs> Lake Placid, the final chapter of the TV movie. I didn't know that was a thing. 
No. You I know, there was even a Lake Placid versus Anaconda TV movie in 2015. What? Shut up. What? Really? <laughs> yes. Okay, that's kind of great. He's in it. <laughs> is that, is that sci-fi TV movie? That's pretty great. It has great. to be. Come on. Is there any chance? That's pretty good. Uh, it's called, uh, the, the subtitle is Crocs on the Docks, Snakes on Crocs the Lake. Crocs on the Docks. <laughs> <laughs> he was... Oh. Uh, he was in a TNA film a few years ago called Zombie Strippers. Whoa, all right. What, then. Was he the was he the T or the A? <laughs> he was the dream man. He was the D. He was, he was the dream. dream. Yeah. He was the dream man. Seriously, Zombie Strippers 2008. That's great. Jenna, oh, Jenna Jameson know. and Robert Englund. Jenna Jameson. There's a word I haven't heard since I was in high school. <laughs> a word. I like oh, that just, I like that Jenna Jameson is a word. That's great. <laughs> Uh, it says here in this film, uh, Freddy was depicted more closely to what Wes Craven had originally intended for the character. So this new menacing muscle face, less comic stuff, updated clothes, all that, the hand. This is what he always wanted. I'm I'm torn on this. This is what I always wanted. I, I'm torn on this because there's something really iconic about the leather and the and the knives and the and the sweater and the hat. And yeah. the minute you start getting away from that you start to get into that territory of Jason X, like in space. It's yeah. like, mm. right. Now, I when is it just, it, yeah, go ahead. You hate to, de- you hate to defect from the creator of a character, but sometimes it happens. And yeah. in this case, it was good that somebody else had a turn to make Freddie what he became. Mm-hmm. Because if, if Wes, if they had always supported Wes Craven and we had always gotten what Wes Craven wanted, it wouldn't be what we what we like it is interesting that he did all of these movies he he did all of the scream movies every one of them he wrote and directed but he only did two of these and the the second one was was like the special deal where it was like i'll only come back if you let me do this weird idea like why i wonder what that was because his most iconic character by far is freddy krueger i feel like by the time we get to new nightmare Wes craven is in love with making movies Mm -hmm. like you can really see in this film that he just wants to make movies like every freaking producer in this film got a speaking role in this film yeah Mm -hmm. you know i mean seriously they're walking to the offices i'm like oh look the uh uh, the receptionist got a speaking role in this movie how you know Mm -hmm. like like he just clearly he's all about the business and the behind the camera stuff yeah and, i assume the i assume that executive what's her name met with was an actual probably an actual producer robert right? shea robert shea yeah, yeah i don't know him but, okay well, yeah. and the woman and the one the, the producer that she meets with right Sarah after Richard. the tv appearance right and she <laughs> the trivia is that she even bought a new suit she was nervous right. about that performance <laughs> and even bought a new suit yep don't those always play off a lot better than when we watch like sports movies and they have some real yes. sports star yes. play yeah. an acting oh, oh i hate oh. that so bad I mean, it works so in NBA. Tight. I'll tell you what, NBA Jam, or not NBA Jam, NBA. No, what was it called? Uh, Space Jam. Sorry, the the Space my, Jam. Space Jam that actually works. They get that to work with mm-hmm. the sports guys. Mm-hmm. Like even the dumbest of them, uh, Utah's own. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> tall kid. I can't think of his name. Utah's <laughs> own tall dummy kid. I can't think right, of his name. <laughs> I played for the Cavs. Uh, he's the center. He was like seven foot four. I can't think of his name. Anyway. They, he's a terrible actor. He shouldn't go anywhere near a camera except for when he's on the court. But that movie somehow knew what to do there. And that's, so it can be done. I just, but I'm with, I'm totally with you here. The only thing I kept thinking about, I know this is because of modern or because of, you know, rip from today's headlines. But all I could think about is, is that guy dirty? Is he going to ask her to go right, to his right. hotel room? Right, right. Right, too. Is a lady out front just smiling, but really inside she's dying because she's works for the worst man ever. Like, I know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so the, uh, especially the, um, 
the limo driver. Yeah. Like you can't oh, see but... somebody being leery <laughs> yeah. and, and skeevy like that. Nothing. This day and age, nothing. Weinstein, Weinstein, yeah. Weinstein, Weinstein. Harvey. Where's freaking Harvey? Exactly. Look at you. I'll drive you anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah, I almost wrote my opening with the limo guy in, in mind because he was such a, he, not only was he a creep, he was super lazy. He was calling from the fairly new cell phone from his car he kept calling her on the phone i'm like just go to the door yeah get to the door you slacking yeah like her slack police go to the door and they and they make her play 20 questions to find out what actually happened to her husband is he is he is he dead (laughs) yes no 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 is he injured no no he's worse than that (laughs) well what what did he die warmer yes ding 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 you get a star puts it on your forehead because something happened yes we are right uh Is it blue? Uh, is it no? Is it bad? Yes. Okay, go to Kitty Carlisle. Uh, all right. Is it? Uh... <laughs> uh, but and speaking of the husband, Ask by the way, it's about that one. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I was gonna say, whew, right, right over a whole generation's head. Uh, the death of Heather's husband largely came about, according to the trivia, due to concerns that Freddie was simply not killing enough people in the script. So, mm-hmm. and, uh, right. all right. I thought it was for Chase. the proof that this movie even puts Chase to sleep. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. Chase, uh, his character was pretty disposable. I mean. Come yeah. on. Yeah. That's the husband, Chase? Is that the name? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Husband. I forgot yeah. his name. He, can't, I keep he want, can't even stay awake to this damn I keep wanting to call You're him right? Dylan for some reason, but he was weird. There's something about that guy's voice that was weird. <laughs> I loved it. I love the fact that he was singing uh what 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 song was he singing? Was he singing an REM song? What was yeah. he singing? Yeah, so losing yeah. my religion. Yeah. So, yeah. so he was <laughs> to he kept singing stay awake? <laughs> yeah, but but the but the folly people the people who did the, the, the effects and the sounds had him driving off from heather's house with like some kind of generic rock music and then he was driving home with some kind of generic rock music but i don't know if they couldn't get the rights or what but maybe was, you can uh, get away with that because he got as far as the first religion losing yeah, my religion losing and then stop. my crotch shot yep <laughs> ridiculously bad cgi on the seat oh yeah oh, the i ripple. think so i, I like kind of liked it i, oh, I hated it it's bad i hated bad. it it looked you didn't see claw marks like you didn't there wasn't yeah. leaving a trail going through the seat it's like a shark fin going through water i kind of liked exactly. it exactly mm. I, I hated it that was cheap cheap and lame it looked like one of those <laughs> effects we saw in like uh what was that teenage mutant ninja turtle tv show we watched <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i thought you're getting compared to the roger rabbit claws oh and, uh, Oh, in uh, Origins. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. What a nightmare that was. That was so bad. A new nightmare. A new nightmare. This yeah. thing just had too many. My pro- I guess, you know, if I had, I wrote this down multiple times, so this must be my chief problem with these movies. Not just this one, but all these Freddy movies. The dream within a dream within a dream stuff pisses me off. I can't yes. stand that because you're just yanking us around. Like, which and of these realities easy, is happening? You can... Yeah, you can paint your character into the worst possible corner that they can't get out of, and oh, oh, it's just a dream. Okay. Yeah, it's like oh wait, kid, yeah. uh, kid but, barfed up uh, black cheese soup all over me. Uh, oh, now, that was bad. Yeah, in comes oh, yeah. Carmen San Diego. Yeah. Is is that color? <laughs> I want to know what it was disgusting. What are they feeding that? Kid? I don't know. It was really bad. Squidding Jello is uh, right. on the, on yeah. the menu. But, you know, usually I agree with you. I I don't like the fake out. However, since Rules generally apply towards death. If you die in a Freddy dream, you still die. I'm kind of okay with them going layers deep in a dream. Why is he? Why is he eligible for? Okay, when uh, explain this to me. The kids in there sitting there talking to Blondie uh, lady, and she says, "He says, look behind you," and she looks behind, and there's nothing there. Why can he see him and she can't? 
because he's falling asleep, right? Is he? Yeah, he's he's in sleeping pill. Right, he's been giving yeah. that. He, he was just given a shot by Nurse Evil. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah, yeah that was the best scene. That was so. Can like, we have a trope alert on that? Yeah, by the way? She's, she sucked. Yeah. Hated her. What? It's one of the, like it. It the Nurse Evil trope has always has this thing where. You ha- you're you're screaming at the screen. Why is she doing this? Yeah. She doesn't have any motivation to do this. No, I thought she was mm-hmm. going to be Freddy or something dumb like that. Like that mm-hmm. that's where it was heading to me. I'm like, oh, well, you're this forceful and horrible. You're suddenly your face is going to morph into Freddy's and he's going to go hello, and and that'll be it. Every <laughs> hospital apparently has a nurse ratchet. Right. Yeah. Hey, look. <laughs> if you're the nurses, all you do is you tell the babysitter to get out. You don't have to fool her. It's like, look over here. Look at me. Look at me. I'm doing the needle thing, and then stab the kid on the other side. I'm like, eh, you don't need to do all that. You're yeah. the nurse. And then she made a face. Like, man, look what I did. I stabbed the kid in the arm <laughs> while you were looking. <laughs> oh. Actually, that was uh, that's Wes Craven's daughter. Oh, it is. <laughs> How was it? Yes. No. Oh. Well, she was smirky <laughs> as shit. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. uh, so back to uh, oh wait wait we have the trope alert oh yeah I was going to say uh, thing that gross got out the most mm. yeah. could yeah. it be anything that involves Freddy's tongue uh, incorrect because it's so oh, fake uh, that tongue is fake so. yeah okay. coming out of the phone that doesn't do anything doesn't do anything for me either. they're wrapping them around the heads like I mean it looked better than the old 84 tongue they made but it's right. It wasn't. That's yeah. Not gross. Because I feel like the, I laugh my head off during like the, the tongue scene. I feel like the black pea soup is too obvious a thing, though. Yeah, and that one's also too too fake because the way the kid was aiming and it was coming out of his mouth kind of at a weird angle and it didn't look right. Uh, for me, it was a, a simple one and a one that probably people will miss. Any other guesses? Because I definitely mm-hmm. had one and I hate it. I I think it has to be the eating in the morgue because they that's that bread disappears and I don't know where it goes, but. It, <laughs> Uh, it was disturbing. Incorrect. I agree. Disturbing, but also not the one. The mm. one that got me. Any other guesses? This is, this is going to probably not else. be gotten by anybody. But it really mm, bugged got no- me. Got nothing. To what this, you got? To this moment, it grossed me out. All right. So the kid is constantly being handed uh, sleeping pills, pills, right? Yes. And right. He'll, he'll take them out and put them under the, the, <laughs> the mattress or whatever. Right, he's like sucked on sleeping pills under the pillow. And she's putting them in her mouth, and she ate them, and she was thrilled. <laughs> she even said yes because she found another half sucked on pill and well, ate that. Right. One. I'm glad they were sucked on because have you ever tried to swallow a gel type tab no, with no I water? Know. I know. Oh yeah, no, it's yeah. rough. That'd they be stick. A horrible idea. Yeah, they stick. They're terrible. But that's yeah. gross. Don't be taking anybody's secondhand medication ever. Ugh. Oh my gosh! Right. And, and how many does she need? Because I mean, I thought one would have been enough, but she kept gobbling them up. Every oh, there's another one. Yeah, she was like uh, going on it. Was she Ooh, just? Tic-tac. She really wanted to retire. <laughs> I guess. It she was, was James Woods and Family Guy going after the Reese's Pieces. That's right. right. Wait, was James Woods and Family Guy? Oh yeah, yes. Oh yeah. And he's got a high times. school named after him, right? Is he? Yeah, James Woods High. Is he? And when they tried to catch him, they would put a trail of Reese's Pieces through the yeah. hallway, and he would go. Oh, Reese's Pieces. Is, oh, Reese's Pieces. Was he oh, the is mm-hmm. he the real voice of the of himself? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Oh. He's the sideshow Bob of Family Guy. Will he yeah. be now that he's like everyone hates him and he tried to pick up sixteen year old girls in his fifties? Will, will he be oh, doing that? So you is think, stuff coming you out think, about him now? Oh yeah. You think oh, you yeah, think already. Family Guy has a problem with controversy? I think I think <laughs> um, that they yeah, might I, I think, think they that might they would stay away from yeah. Yeah. I mean, people are literally taking Harvey Weinstein out of credits of existing things. Like, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Although yeah. we haven't heard a lot from one of his one of the reasons Weinstein had so much success in the nineties. Uh, I, I haven't heard a thing out of uh, what's his name um, Tarantino. I want to hear what he has to say. 
Because his big right. his big hits were, you know, the Weinstein produced uh, Pulp Fiction and produced mm-hmm. other stuff of his, and maybe even things all the way up till now. And I'm curious if if he has anything to say or if he he was maybe his foot fetish pro- provider. <laughs> You know, out of out of everybody that hey, would Derek, hit, you know, I got some more feet for you. <laughs> Gonna send something over your way. That's right. the great That's Harvey what I Weinstein. assume Harvey Weinstein's voice. Yeah, is he like. sounds just like that, like a big hut. He's like a hut. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I could, I could be totally wrong, but Tarantino seems like to me, even though he may be a freak, I don't think he would cross the line. Oh, I don't. He I don't mean. Does, it doesn't I, seem like the kind of guy that would cross the line with with ladies. No, no, no. I don't think that either. I'm not even suggesting that. I, what I Maybe mean is, home. I want to just know if he has anything to say. And and, I'm, and then I know we're in the time of everyone has something what, to say about what it. Can, what can I'm going to say? What can he really say? It's like, oh, I don't like it. No, sir, I did not like it one bit. And uh, yeah, I want him but to I say. Made, I want I him made to some say, money. I want and, him to uh, say something like um, uh, Weinstein. Uh, was in the scene with the ball, the gag ball, and there's something weird, you know. Bring out the gimp or something. Like yeah, that. I want something weird like that, but it's not gonna, it's not gonna happen. Uh, can I throw out a uh, chick in the bucket? Yes, please. Hold on, let me give you this. Oh, I got one. All right, what do you got? Uh, who who was the stalker? I thought it, I thought oh, at some point question. I thought at some point there was going to be some big reveal that right. uh, Wes Craven was the stalker or that Robert Englund was the stalker. Well, I, or thought that just, I thought it was just I thought it was just Freddy. Yeah, it was Freddy, apparently. Again, breaking so, rules. Freddy, another limitation of Freddy is he has to rely on the postal service. Yes, and yeah. the phone. Yeah. He, he can call yeah. you on the phone <laughs> when you're wide you. awake and he can say, man, what are you doing? One, two, I've, pick I've, up this poo and then hang up. I've got a, I've got a different chick in the bucket entirely. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Robert Englund. What happened oh, to yeah. Robert Englund? He went out of town. He leaves the country. Yeah, he got yeah. out. He was like, that's, I'm, that's I'm, the question. Yeah, yeah, did he leave the country? Did he did he morph into uh, Freddy? We don't know. That's kind of, I guess that was oh, one of Oh, because we never saw Freddy. Uh, hanging questions. We never saw Freddy outside of the hand until England left town. Ooh, right. see? Well, we, so, don't, we don't know. We don't know. Like, it, it, the movie gives you the idea that maybe ro- she killed Robert England as Freddy. That, mm. he, that he somehow, Freddy, like, made him into a Freddy in her universe right sure but he still know. was invisible and shit like I, uh, it's just so uh, the rules are busted when you call on the phone and you're wide awake that breaks the rule of oh you're almost crossing over into sleep that doesn't work that way it's like hey baby i'm freaking freddy and then you're like ah shut up and don't call me again like <laughs> that should have been his that should have been his line yeah I agree. Ah, i'm freaking freddy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then the same guy the, the limo guy was the guy is i will hear it later but i think it's the same voice like they, they were, yeah, they, they were fast. They were, he was hanging loose. threads for sure, so that we would pull on him. I mean, I, that's you know, I'm, I wasn't totally miffed by that or surprised. I, I, by I'm, it. I'm with you that she's a chick in the bucket, and I agree, Robert England is, and I don't know who else. There's probably I want to know what happened to Rex. Did she sew him back together with all that red yarn oh, she yeah. had, or did she just let him go? Finally? That was it. No more stuffed yeah, Rex out animal. The dumpster. Yeah, yeah. The dumpster. <laughs> Took him to the, the DI. Toy, Toy Story Four. Rex is. To the dumpster. <laughs> the re- <laughs> the oh, now there's a crossover nobody asked for. Let's have that happen. Just like just like part three. I mean, hey, easy there. <laughs> Toy Story three is great. You are crazy still for having this weird opinion of yours that it's not nobody good. asked for it. No, no one asked. But hey, ev- but everyone went hey, and loved is it. Is this our first? Is this our first time seeing product placement for Barks root beer? Because Barks <laughs> has got bite. <laughs> 
that was I actually missed it. I missed that it. was actually was I, I, that was actually the reason why my rhyme at the beginning had to do with uh, advertising Weetabix. I yeah. I couldn't figure out how to get Barks in there, but Weetabix <laughs> seems like it works. Just One, fine. two, Barks is something new. Okay, yeah, Cra- Wes Craven <laughs> and uh, Nancy. Uh, we're both drinking barks at the beginning of this uh, this movie in her dream. Oh, uh, right. She, she was drinking hers through a straw. Do you guys drink uh, canned soda with a straw? Sure. You weirdos. Sometimes. Sometimes. If I want it to last longer. Yeah. <laughs> to last longer. I need Actually, a barrier between yeah, me. If, if I'm at a uh, like if I'm if I'm drinking a pop outdoors and there are straws available, I will do that because it keeps the um, like the bees out of your can, right? So you can right, take right. the straw. Put the straw in there, and then you take the, the pull tab and turn it 180 yeah, degrees it so that it so that it keeps the um, keeps the bees uh, keeps the hole covered. Oh, yeah. gotcha. that's exactly. not bad. That's not bad. Uh, I the only way you do product placement better is if they're walking around and, and Wes Craven turns to the camera and says, "I'm Wes Craven, and I've been craving a cool, tall glass of bark root beer." <laughs> oh, he missed he missed out on that. Yeah, I'm Wes, and I've been yeah. craving. Yeah, <laughs> uh, craving. <laughs> anyway. Uh, let's see what else do we, oh, I had a tr- uh, trope. Here we go. Kid who knows what's happening before any of the adults do. It's, it's the kid from, you know, uh, the other thing. It's the t- Torrance kid. It's the same thing. It's just like, yeah, right. Oh, right. he's the medium. We can all, if we just had noticed before, no, he's just being <laughs> a kid and he's crazy. And that nurse helps compound it. You're not showing him those movies you're in, are you? Like who says I- that? If I had to hear one more time someone's concern that Heather Langenkamp was showing her kids her movies, right. uh, I was going to reach into the screen and kill them myself. Yeah. Shut yeah. up. That's lame. That's where we're supposed to feel, right? Yeah. Stop I it, guess. you big poses. Okay, I guess you're right. Oh, the scariest was- thing. I did write down the scariest thing I saw in the movie. The scariest thing in the movie, I thought, was falling asleep while driving. Nothing to do with Freddy. Who cares? But I've done this. And I've, I had an experience driving home from L.A. once with my dad. And he was in a car way ahead of me. And I was in a car behind him. He would buy cars out there at auction, bring them back here and sell them. And I would get way behind him. Or, or I, 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 the way I'd keep awake is I'd zoom up to him and then back up and zoom up to him and back up. <laughs> which, he, which he loved. No, he loved that. But it was Love a way it. to keep me awake. It was like a way of gamifying it. But I remember being so tired one time that when I had my eyes open, I saw ahead of us an overpass. This is way out in the desert, you know, some exit. And I saw an overpass-like exit thing close my eyes for what I thought was just a blink. When I opened them again, that overpass was like a football field behind me. Right. And I completely just about lost it. It scared me so bad that the rest of the time I was like a gerbil. My eyes wouldn't shut. It was like, (laughs) Oh yeah. Yes. That's that's a scary feeling. Those, those blackouts. Oh, when he would swerve like that, that really gave me the willies. I don't like it. Well, totally scary. Hey, did, do they make Chinese to go boxes that big? Like in the, the start of this movie <laughs> only, for, that, only for horror movies where you have a little uh <laughs> little shop of horrors plant coming right, out of it right yeah. that's like was that like 10 pounds of rice that would be a lot of rice in that thing <laughs> mm-hmm. that's right did they a, yeah go ahead here's a funny thing i don't i don't need a trump alert for it but did you know that whenever there's an earthquake you'll you're uh, here you live in california and you go through an earthquake in the middle of the night one of the things that will always happen is your stuff will fall and break Mm-hmm. Then when there's an earthquake the next day, someone has come along and replaced all your stuff, and it will <laughs> fall and break and make the exact same sounds. <laughs> the exact same sounds. The next yeah, day. The, the quakes were a little annoying. It was a 6.8 quake, according to the TV lady, and uh, it it was. Uh, I was trying to actually the, the one we saw was an aftershock, which was like which was less, but 
six point eight quake was is that how jarring it is because well was it actually go was it actually happening because I I was assumed that later on I was never sure if there were quakes at all the hospital lady's like uh we didn't get an earthquake and yeah because she's experiencing some quakes but that one was a real quake because okay. uh, Chase experienced it and the newscasters were talking about it on TV yeah um, but didn't so. she but didn't the newscaster lady come on the TV once when the power was unplugged like. I never knew. Uh, Again, the rules. I thought it was just Nightmare on Elm Street would only play when the TV was unplugged. Right, that's what I was thinking. There was a scene where she shut that off, though, when she was talking. Mm -hmm, And then mm -hmm. during the earthquake, it forced itself on again and talked to her again. Yep, yep. I don't like that. Totally throwback to the first one. Yeah, that's dumb. Eh. It's it's dumb. You're not in the dream yet. You're out of the dream. Or are you? I enjoy it. You're three levels in. There's probably some guy driving a van real slow into the river. Hurry up down there, uh... Uh, I almost said Philip Michael Thomas, which is not a name of right. anyone. Anyway, the yeah, point cl- is close though. <laughs> All right, close. right. There's like three names of nobody. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I thinking? Who's the kid in Inception that was on Third Rock from the Sun? I can't think of his oh, name. Oh, Joe's Jonathan. Uh, Joseph Gordon, Gordon, Gordon Levitt. I knew it was a three name. Baker Wahlberg. <laughs> I knew it was three names. <laughs> I knew it was three names. Uh, why you does? Know, I, uh, go ahead. I, I miss another thing too. This mid '90s TV show reminded me of backbones and the, and all the flip phones and the different, total different technology oh, of phones Star-tac, back in the day. The big old StarTac phones mm. and the yeah. phones where you had to carry like a little suitcase box around with it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. And the house Crazy. phones even, even the big antenna house phones were yeah. pretty funny to watch. Oh yeah, with the cord, curly cord. Back then it seemed normal. Now they look I know. so stupid. Like, the whole generation will never have that experience of like have being tethered to the wall to talk on the phone. Nope. That will mean nothing to anyone. Well, I mean, maybe they'll I'll see you, it and think it's quaint. Or and we should but, force it. I'll yeah. tell you what holds up is uh, your Lyft driver trying to chat you up. Woo, man, that was yeah. so current. Mm-hmm. Felt like 27. <laughs> yeah, she was like, let that window up, baby. Yeah. You'd so get five stars on every Lyft ride if you had a little window that you could put up in your car. Like, all right, yeah. there you go. Yeah. One out of five would bail on the freeway again. That's what they'd say. <laughs> yeah, that guy sucked. I hated him and yeah. thought of him a lot after the movie. Uh, CRT monitors everywhere is something I noticed. That's always fun to see. A little 4 by 3 action, all the TVs yeah. and everything. You forget 94 was just about... We were almost to a place where that stuff was about to change. We are just getting there. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, and then the tongue thing. So I, so I made the mistake of reading the trivia before that said... Hey, Wes Craven really wanted to get back to the sinister, dark, whatever version of Freddy. Less humor. And then the tongue scene happened. And I went, no, he didn't. This is, some, <laughs> this is the ridiculous bullshit happening right now with that, that tongue. Is about, that is about it, though. I mean, you know, humor-wise, there wasn't a whole lot in this movie. No, mm-hmm. hardly any. Maybe yeah. none, kind of, overall. Mm-hmm. Like, he would go on to do but some the tongue kind was about of, it. Like, some funny stuff in Scream, I thought. A lot of the Scream yeah. stuff was funny. Um, but here he was like, nope, don't feel funny. Except this tongue yeah. thing. Let's, let's, have, let's put it all in the tongue scene, you guys. It'll be funny. And I'm not sure that was intentionally funny. But him like thrashing around. And I was laughing my head off. That's the dumbest scene I've ever seen. I think also, he needs to go back and watch the first one. Go ahead, Randy. The very first scene was also funny with these nerds. And they're, they're uh, making a movie with a hand. Ish. Like there was, there were just some weird, like, oh, the hands now crawling on the floor. Ooh. Oh yeah, like running around like a uh, thing the from thing. Uh, the Adams family. family. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say yep. ish, yep. funny ish. This was funny ish. This was this was a great practice round for Craven before Scream, though. I mean, he got to try out a few things that he did well in Scream that he didn't do as well here, and kind of like was a was a uh, testing ground. He was workshopping his i his Scream ideas. <laughs> right. I I think he I think he 
like overcorrected because I think he was so mad that they took Freddie in such a silly direction. He got he got you know took it personal and he pulled it all the way back. And but I, but if you go back and watch the first one, there is a combination of, of a foundation for the humor and the horror in the first one. And I think he just kind of maybe pulled a little too far back and said no. He's mm. not going to be funny at all, except for this tongue thing. Yeah. Kind of Last movie he directed was Scream 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, did not do great critically, but uh, it was like the final deal. And uh, Has a part four of anything ever done well critically? Um, hold on. Hold on. Uh, do you count A New Hope? <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, Star Wars. You can't. No, count that. I don't. I don't count because it really would math. be Phantom. Because it would be right. Phantom Menace. Yeah. Would be the part right. four really. Be yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, Indiana Jones. Oh no, wait, that's Ooh, terrible. Uh, Never mind. No, no, no. Four is terrible. What am I saying? Three was good. Four is awful. Oh, right, 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 right. Star Trek Four. Oh wait. No. Wait, no. Four has got yeah. the whales in it. That's the whales. Sucks. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna think. I of like something. the whales, but I know it's. I, I love, love the whales. There's no good part four. Brian Ibbett's oh, right. Oh, I got it. I got it. What? Mad Max Fury Road. Mad Max. Oh Fury shit. Road. That's a that's a reboot. <laughs> that's the, part four. It's ultimately the fourth Mad Max movie. I think it holds, and you're right, and it's the best example. There you go. I'm 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 not allowing it, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> what are your rules? Right. Give me your Freddy rules. Your yeah, do you have some it's rules? Not a, it's not a real part four. I mean, it's a reboot. Well, it's neither is Phantom Menace then, so we can't count that. What do we count? That proper. <laughs> part four. It says, hey, I'm part four. Oh, well, then you I do count. For- you do count New Hope then, which is part one, technically. Yeah. Okay. Technically. All right. On a, te- on a technicality. I like your rules. Path. Your dream. I like being in your dream. Your dream is a good dream. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right uh, t- uh tongue i wrote oh not sorry clips let's do clips clips tongue i wrote yeah tongue That's i wrote my favorite angela lansbury <laughs> oh she was so good on tongue i wrote <laughs> tongue i wrote uh <laughs> oh i got one. Oh, i what? just thought of it rambo four Oh. Rambo Four is the best of the four Rambo movies. Yeah, yeah. The one, that, the that one the that one came that's out called Johnny Rambo, the newer one. It's just yeah. called. Yeah. It's just, just called John Rambo. Yeah, yeah. Rambo that is a better Rambo. movie than. Yes, I, I, I'll give you that. Yeah. One. All and right, that, and that is a true four. That's not. Yeah, that's not a like a reboot or nothing. I still got the guy in it. You know yeah. what? That's a good point. I am going to allow this. Dunaway's right. If it's not. This is a re- it's Fury, Fury Road's a re- remix or re- reboot. I don't think re- it's a remix. It. I like remix. I mean, it, it's a I, remix. I guess it is. I don't know if it really is or not. They never really said. It's not mm, like a, cre- they didn't redo the story of the first movie at all. So right. maybe it's not a reboot. Maybe it's a true sequel. It's just a different actor. That can still count, right? Yeah, I'd be down with that. Yeah, as long okay. as as long as it's supposed to be in the same world. Okay, then then Mad Max the wins. Mad Max wins. Take that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm back. I'm backtracking. <laughs> Wow. But I think you've proved there's a <laughs> lot of movies out there with at least three sequels. And I think you've proved the point, which is, man, the third sequel sucks. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. Third and fourth blow. The, which was the fourth uh, Harry Potter film? Uh, that wasn't that their best be, work. Uh, Goblet of Fire. Yeah. It's one of their best books, but not one of the best hmm. movies for sure. Yeah. The books, that book is amazing. Well, I, don't I, know, love I like that Goblet of Fire. It's all right. Goblet of Fire. It's got that, 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 that Patton. Patton Geiner, right? It's right, exactly. It's got uh, the the vampire kid. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Robert Pattinson. Pattinson. Yeah, he dies yeah. at the end. And then uh, what else? Oh, hey, hey, hey. Whoa, hey, whoa. <laughs> I'm still on part three. It's also supposedly <laughs> where Daniel Radcliffe claimed he lost his virginity in a uh, cast tent during the filming of uh, Goblet of Fire. Oh, Goblet of Fire is, is the worst because of the fact that they ran out of money for effects and they hide the little baby dragons from you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> It's it's also bad because they completely changed the core plot of the thing, which really bugged me because the plot is great, but it's a huge plot. So I I know why they did it. it just it bugs what me. Are we gonna, 
When are we going to uh, sack James some Bond butter? Four was uh, Thunderball. That's that's not bad. It's I mean, not it's, bad. Yeah, it's definitely it definitely takes a turn for the James Bond series. Thunderball. Yeah, I mean, oh, that, she doesn't sing that one. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> no, it's uh, Tom Jones. Oh, okay. I love that you just said no. And no, <laughs> not Basie. <laughs> that's too bad. Bassie, Bassie, Bassie. I'm sure there's others. We just can't think of yeah, them. Yeah, I know. You got to really think of some like long running aliens. 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 Four is bad. Mm, uh, it's bad. Yeah. I mean, I like it just because it's stupid and great, but not because it's good. It's not. There's good. A, there's a hump to get over because it is is a society world. We we have a word a trilogy. And we don't feel comfortable saying quadrilogy. We don't feel comfortable yeah. saying that. So there's a mindset of trilogies that we'll accept a storyline that yeah. spans. It's the law. Movies. It's the but law. Of get, th- it's law of threes. There's a thing. Right. Yeah. Then once it. you get to four, you're kind of like, eh, where are we at here? Well, we either got to start a new arc or we got to do something different. Yeah. Why is Harrison Ford in a fridge? Why are we doing this? <laughs> it's a good question. <laughs> it's the best. It's the question of our time. Seriously. Yeah. Um, all right, moving on to these here clips here. I got some of these clips here, uh, no doubt. And here's one. This is, uh, what? Oh, it's a comment about the hand in the early goings. Funny, it's warm, just like a real hand. Like a real hand. <laughs> I'm going to take this home. <laughs> <laughs> a real hand with knives on it. Um, right. Here's the, I don't like the main dude I wrote. I, when I said main dude, I think I meant the husband. Here he is. Heather. You were probably half awake. And saw my fingers get nicked when the mirror fell. This is his... Uh, I don't... I talk like this. Ugh. Blech. He got, he got what he deserved. Uh, wow. Horrible kid scream. He, he, de- he deserved to die a fiery death. Well, Singing no. R.E.M.? Absolutely. He didn't have right. a fiery death. He just uh, got clawed up the chest, remember? Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I, I was thinking there was more yeah. under that sheet, but you're right. It was just... Nothing's... That could have totally happened when his truck crashed into that tree. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why she chose that moment to barf. Maybe it's because she was in the Morgan General. I don't what know. What was the barf? Why? What was the barf technology in this? I mean, it was oh, either yeah, it, was it was either it was yeah. either spit or, or it was foam. brown or foam. Yeah. It was never like what I usually throw up, which looks like soup. Yeah. What is <laughs> like beef? Like freaking beef vegetable soup, Campbell's. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So what? That's, that's where I end Woo-hoo. up. Here's a horrible kid scream. How'd they get it that long? I, I feel I like don't the kid, know. The kid, How did the, kid, the kid sounded like a phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It's a neighbor calling. Yeah. <laughs> a horrible ringtone. Here's the a neighbor's call. I like to tell you to shut your kid up. <laughs> Could you please shut your kid up? I, I wrote, kid's making noise. I wrote here, freak out. I don't know why. Here's seven seconds of what's called freak out. Leave us alone, you son of a bitch. LA limousine, ma'am. Just want you to know I'm out front. I'm pretty sure that's Robert Englund. How could they? He could. It probably was. Or was it he, that he couldn't guy? Read that any more smarmy? Could he? Could no. that be read any more more smarmy than that? L.A. Limo, L.A. ma'am, <laughs> ma'am. All right, here's uh, one your of the cervix. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> Went there, did we? Hey, you said could he even make it any creepier? <laughs> yeah. You know, you're right. You did. Uh, I think I said smarmy, but I'll go oh, creepy. Smarmy, okay, yeah. all right, yeah. smarmy. Yeah. So you wouldn't go with cervix references. Here's a wanting to punch this guy clip. That's right, you have a little boy. What's his name? Shut up. He was a dick. I hated that interviewer yeah. guy. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And I'm doing just from your face, and I'm leaning way over, and I suck. 
I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know anything about those kind of interview shows where they do it on a back lot of somewhere. I don't know anything about those. How those people got in there? Mm-hmm. How how there were jugglers in the back lot juggling through the? I didn't understand any of that. Well, it made no sense to me. I don't. Yeah, but I, it's whatever. Hollywood. It's like Hollywood. it's like Vegas. Hollywood. You're, weird. You're like on the rad, beautiful, glinty strip, and then you get behind some alley in Vegas, and you're like, "Ugh, what's going on back here?" That's what that's what Hollywood's like. Uh, it's uh, like she lives in the Hollywood Hills, and he's working in Burbank, fourteen hours away. I don't. Uh, that was what bugged <laughs> me. Yeah, there were some geographical anomalies going on. He did say it would take him three hours to get home, but when they called, why? it was middle of the afternoon. <laughs> I want to know why? Well, that's so that's long. true. Also, LA but, traffic. But why are you so tired, and why is it so late? Like. Yeah, he must have had L.A. traffic. Only only traffic in this movie. I, I was curious how they filmed that. I need to go back and watch it again. But with the highway scene, that was intense. It was also stupid, but it was intense with the number mm-hmm. of cars that were that were on that. Wait, um, highway, highway scene. Coming towards, that, where the kid, when he's trying to cross the road. Oh, yeah, they yeah. that was pretty effective. I mean, yeah. there were a couple of green screen moments where I was like, oh, brother. But most of it was kind of cool. Um, I liked all the Freddy shadows that were running around on the shot on the. Side. Oh right, yeah. That I don't was... know why it reminded me of that Eminem thing he did at the MTV Movie or Video Awards, uh, <laughs> like back in like '99 or something. <laughs> I don't remember. What did he do? And he did something like it was that. Like he basically had a bunch of people all dressed like Eminem, and he, you know, yeah, yeah, he was among the crowd and performing. Oh. Uh, Guess who's back? Back yeah. again. Because oh. wasn't that based on the video? Could you where tell? He does that? Could you tell who was who was the real Slim Shady when you looked at all those people? Could you? Could no, you could because he he found a bunch of people that all really <laughs> looked like him. Wow. All right. Yeah. Um, here's a uh, this guy just made me laugh with this line. Risotto con tartufi. I'm sure that's exactly how you say it. Yeah, Risotto exactly. con tartufi. What, what does that mean? Risotto I didn't look it up. Risotto with uh, I don't know. It's like a. Italian dish that he's telling somebody to get. Okay. Yeah. What's a what's tartufi? I don't know. I've heard of tartufo. That's maybe he's just saying it. Risotto con tartufi. (laughs) Tartufi. Tartufi. I was puking some tartufi last night. Didn't even try. He didn't even Uh, try. It's Italian for the hypocrite. So get risotto with hypocrite. Great. Perfect. (laughs) Perfect. That sounds just exactly right. All right. Kids love horror. Oh, come on, Heather. Kids love horror. No, they don't. Not kids. Thanks, kids. thanks, Scott. That was great. No, they don't. Not like six-year-olds. Tell that's them. Not, you tell that's them. not, well, I'll tell you this. Nine-year-olds, nine, ten. Sure. Yeah, that's that's when a lot of kids start getting into horror. But, but not yeah, six, five and six. Young yeah, don't, that's too young. It's too I'm not, And I'm just, I'll say out loud, I saw things when I was eight where I was like, wish I hadn't. I mean, right. just be- yeah, I, I, uh, I've been trying to watch uh, Orville as soon as it comes on oh, mm-hmm. so good. every week. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's so good. And mm-hmm. I, I have to, I've gotten to where I have to chase my kid out because he'll come walking in. And in the most recent episode, nope, nope, there's, nope, nope, a, nope, nope, there's a scene where everybody gets burned to death or nope. all the bad guys get burned to death. And mm-hmm. my kid, here comes my kid with his big wide eyes. Like, get out of the room. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's you wouldn't think you'd have to shoot him out for, you know, a, right. a comedy the space Orville, party. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Miko should have been about. Got to start eight. watching that, Scott. I know. Right. Shit. Miko I, should have been about eight in real life when this this was being filmed. I agree. Seven and eight. What? He, oh, he would have been. You're saying? Oh, the yeah, actor, because he was actor. born in '86, early fe- February 22nd, 1986. So I would say probably about seven or eight. Yeah, and he was. Let's see. Yeah, seven or eight. But he looked younger. But I think he played younger. Yeah, I think they were they were supposed to be casting him younger than that, though. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. 
Uh, never sleep again. Never sleep again. Conjuring his best Donald Duck impression. Yeah. <laughs> that was ridiculous. <laughs> that, was, that sucked. Uh, here he is saying, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. And then I got uh, this. Finish, please. Oh, yeah. It's starting to annoy me. Wait, what, what was that again? Was... Finish, please. Finish, oh, please. Oh, I thought he said, bitch, please. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> like, don't talk to your mom like that. <laughs> wow. That wow. would have been so much bitch, better. Please. Yeah. Bitch, please. Um, He likes this story. I like this story. Okay. All right, Junior. Just get under the bed and do your Donald Duck. Here's uh, oh, here's something he said that I couldn't figure out. You guys help me uh, translate. Okay, so here goes. Gretel ran and left her there to perish nonetheless. What did he say? Hold on. I think Dunaway nailed it. There it is again. Gretel ran and left her there to perish nonetheless. What? And they continue to live there and perish no more. Something like that. I don't know. Oh, is he? Is this one that she's reading the story of the Wicked Witch and the right. Hansel and Gretel she, thing? Yeah, yeah he finishes and her mom smothered, leaves. Oh, so it's maybe the smothered with kisses. Say one more, uh, one more time. Sorry. Ryan lifted there to perish nonetheless. <laughs> and perish nonetheless. I don't know. It's, it, I yeah, it sounds like weird. it can't quite tell. It's super weird. Yeah. Take three. Take four hundred. Okay, that's fine. We'll keep that one. That's one thing. <laughs> uh, here's. Yeah. I don't know what this is. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was trying to stay awake right. in the truck. I love it. All right, yeah. And I was so glad I had the closed caption on because that whole screen filled up of comma, come on, come on, come on. Did it really? Did it really? Yeah, it did. Oh, man, that's awesome. You should have screen screenshot grabbed it. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Save that for uh, Stump Dunaway on TMS. Right, oh, that's right. a good one. That's a good one, yeah. All right, something about Looney Bin. If having a screwy family made a person crazy, the whole world would be one big Looney Bin. So that guy was supposed to be family friend, who's also an actor who played her dad cop in the John first Saxon. movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Who we just saw in uh, Strange... No, not Strange Brew. What was the one where he was like the mean business yeah. guy? What was he? What did we watch recently? It was very recent. Uh, like It was, yes. Like within the last couple of weeks yeah, of he was, Film Sack. And he was weeks. like a... Um, uh, oh 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 oh! Uh, electric horseman. He no. Was, yeah. Oh right. No wonder. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder we couldn't come up with it. Yeah. That's hard. Locking all that out. like, wow. I was trying to remember. It was something about he was mad about a commercial or something, and then then it all came into view. By the way, is it isn't it weird that Robert Redford and Jane Fonda immediately premiered a film on Netflix after we watched Electric Horse? Yeah, like the next week. Yeah, we have a way of doing that somehow. It's so weird. We reminded them. Our show reminded them of how much they enjoyed working together, and yeah, and they really quickly filmed and released. I I went ahead and watched it, and it's a perfectly fine film for like my mom. <laughs> my, my mom. My mom, I think, would like the the movie about the old people. Yeah. <laughs> is it the, is that the plot? It's just the old movie people? about yeah. the old people. Okay. I don't want to. I don't yeah, want to give anything it. away. Robert Redford and Jane Fonda are old people, widow and widower, who uh, kind of come together in a in an elderly relationship because you know they're lonely. Mm. Seniors. Yeah. Is there senior sex scenes? Do I have to be subjected to that senior sex? I don't know that it's depicted as such. Mm. <laughs> Good. Good. I'm happy to hear that. 
Okay. Here's a <laughs> here's a sound someone made. Okay. And then <laughs> let's see what else. I don't remember what she was doing, but it made me laugh. Oh, yeah. I wrote this is seriously hokey. Here you go. And for uh, ten years, he's been held captive, pretty much as Freddy in the Nightmare on Elm Street series. But now that the films have ended, the genie's out of the bottle. That's that's what the nightmares are telling me, and that's what I'm writing. Somebody shut those seagulls up! (laughs) Either of you guys have to really turn up the volume when Wes Craven was delivering lines. I did. I did, and I I artificially amplified that clip because it it was so quiet. Might be why I had closed caption on. Yeah. Close captioning for the uh, Russ Craven impaired. I hope he uses a bullhorn when he's directing. Mm-hmm. All right, now I want you to move to center West, stage. West and <laughs> but then he seemed like the nicest guy. Oh, though. he does. I mean, he totally does. He totally he does. does. I've heard an interview with him kind of recently. I think it was Terry Gross or somebody, and he was great. What a nice, yeah. nice yeah. guy. Seemed to be very humble about his success, and you know, was surprised by all of it, and just a nice dude. That would and that would be great to work on set with a guy where you're trying to make horrible things, and mm-hmm. and he's not horrible. So that's the most soft-spoken, gentle, yeah, yeah. Right. which no. is probably even scarier. Right. <laughs> yeah, the maybe opposite of what's Harvey Weinstein. With you, hopefully. Here's uh almost almost there. Almost there. Oh, it's the kid again doing the. Oh, really yeah. I can talk while I belch. Oh, <laughs> did you write? I don't know why that just hit my brain but was was uh the 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 actress from uh uh oh am i getting confused with hellraiser last week i remember seeing the actress from those insidious movies mm. was she in this movie oh did she make a cameo in this movie or was I it hellraiser don't know insidious who's who's the main lady the insidious, in insidious so. I heard those, uh I heard she's the good. was that did you say something i heard they're really? good i heard that movie's good insidious oh yeah oh they're great yeah. They're uh, they're fantastic. Uh, let me hold on a second. Oh, you're talking about Rose, Rose, Rose Byrne? Rose Byrne. She wouldn't have been very young then. She was born in 79, no, so she That wasn't been... not Rose Byrne. No, no, no. Oh. Um she was in uh, 20s. She's, she's Moira Lynn, McTaggart. Lynn Shay. Was she in uh, oh. Yeah, she was in this. Yeah, well she was uh yeah, she was in the first one, Lynn oh, Shay. Oh, right. And she must have made a cameo in this one. Oh, this she one. was uh yes, one she of was the nurses. a she was a nurse, the first nurse, not a first nurse. nurse. Yeah. <laughs> first the nurse, nurse, not nurse. Him, the nurse that gives him the first pill that he tucks into his cheek and then spits out right. as soon as she leaves the room. I want to talk to first nurse, not needle nurse. Yeah. Needle yeah. nurse. Is a- yeah. You know her also as the very leathery woman in There's Something About Mary, Mary's roommate oh, that does the. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Forget about that. <laughs> By the way, Insidious, that's... these Insidious movies. They're so good. 2010 was the first one. That's crazy. I feel like that you was yesterday. Wa- oh, my God. You should watch them. Okay. You should watch them. They're good. All right. They're gonna... so good, Scott. Mm. I've heard they're, they're good. They're so good. I've heard they're great. <laughs> I really like uh, Patrick Wilson. And they might Wilson. actually scare you. I like I Patrick know. Wilson. He's cool. That guy's great. None, and aren't these streaming anywhere? Aren't these stream? Aren't no, these set no, in the? We looked. You might recall when we were planning this October, we looked. Oh, we looked really? For a did bunch we look for Insidious? Like yeah. But did, didn't they? Didn't uh, this is all set in the seventies or something? Right. Well, the videotapes are from the seventies. Oh, I thought so the kind whole of like, thing was set there. No. Okay. So right? it's kind of like a found footagey kind of thing. Is that, no, not the whole. Th- some of it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some of it is. So well, it's some of his childhood that he's flashing back to is, is based in the 70s. Okay. Well, I like Patrick cool. Wilson a lot. He's uh, not Blue Wiener from... Uh, uh, no, he's not Blue Wiener. No, he's the owl guy. Uh, 
Night Owl. No, Night Owl. Is that yeah, his he, name? Bat, Batman. Yeah. No, no, no. On uh, Bat, on the Batman of that universe. Watchman. Of, of Watchman. Watchman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's uh, damn. He's the he's the owl guy. What's his name? Night Owl. That's it. Owl. Yeah, Night Owl. Night Owl. Yeah. Was, <laughs> Owl. Owly. Owly. <laughs> That's actually a great. Oh my Owly. gosh. <laughs> Uh, and then, uh, I don't know, wait, did I already play this? Oh. No, I did. Okay, final one. Here you go. Believe me, everything is fine. I don't agree. I think nothing's fine. All right, well, check this out. Is... It's the sil- sil- film sack checklist, <laughs> and it goes like this. Dumb 90s shirts, check. I hate those shirts. Like big, open, unbuttoned baggy triple x sized button downs i hate them they're not yeah, they were yeah. they, they were uh, an improvement from the 80s shirts true continue but barely yeah. this movie yeah. also had 90s glasses and they were such an improvement over 80s glasses yeah <laughs> it's all not of, as massive as 80s glasses yeah, mm-hmm. right history no, did you here. guys did you guys look i can tell you how big glasses from the 80s were they were so big that the doctor would offer you little stickers you could put in the corner you had such Right. Surface such area, a massive field of right. vision that, it's that such even surface area. We can block can promote, part of it. You can promote uh, STP products right. uh, in the car. <laughs> True story. Uh, let's see. People get over the dad way too quick. Check and too many dreams within dreams within dreams. Check. Yeah, I don't know. Dreamy. I, I wish. I, I don't know. Daryl, I, 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 I'm kind of mad at Wes for for this plot. Mm. Like maybe. Maybe it could have just been more straightforward, you know, and mm-hmm. Freddie is real. Like, that's it. Freddie's real. I think he had no. <laughs> I think he didn't want to do this unless he got to do something that was weird. I don't know. I just the impression I get because he was, didn't want anything to do with the other ones, really. Right. And, the and reason, he was about to yeah. scream, like we've said a couple of times. He was he was looking for something different. Yeah. And this gets him some cred with producers and everybody. If you can have a successful Freddie reboot thing, then you can move on to do your little pet project called Scream. Which ended up being this enormous hit. I didn't know he uh, was the director on on uh, Red Eye. Did you guys ever see that movie? With uh, yes, that's a great movie. Is that the Leota on a plane with Holly Berry, or am I thinking of something else? <laughs> You're thinking of something else. <laughs> this is um, this is uh, uh, Killian Murphy or Cillian Murphy. Ever say his name? That's Killian right. Murphy. I remember this movie. Rachel McAdams. It's Rachel awesome. Rachel McAdams. Oh, okay. Yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah okay. But it's oh, this place is a... on a plane. I'm, yeah. Th- I'm yeah. thinking of the right thing. Okay. Good. Yeah. He's yeah, a he's a convict t- or a serial killer or something, and he's on this plane. Yeah. It's it's Nightmare on Plane Street. Like seriously. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Pretty much. It's great. It's great. Yeah. But it's totally real, and there's no supernatural bullshit. It's just like straight up. What? Yeah. There's no like magic mm-hmm. in it. It's just well, he's I... a, he's a killer, and she's. It's like she got on a plane with Jeffrey Dahmer. If Jeffrey Dahmer was a little tougher than he was. Yeah, yeah. He's just some kind of psycho, and he's gonna kill everybody on this red eye flight. Can you say the name of that serial killer again? Uh, (laughs) Who? Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. How do you say it? There's no L. Oh, I always thought it was Jeffrey Dahmer. I think it's an H, isn't it? D A H M E R. Dahmer. I think so. I don't know. Maybe he ate the H. Your H was delivering a pizza to his house and he killed him. You're totally right. Hey, put him in the freezer. We can't make jokes about this. You're totally right. Here, I have it. Here's the pronunciation of it. Oh, hold on. Let's play this on YouTube. This has one of these swirly things it takes forever to get through. Oh, yeah. I hate that. Jeffrey Dahmer. See, it sounds like Dahmer. <laughs> I love the fact that they... Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. They have, <laughs> it's Dahmer. You guys have, are right. have a, 
I love that they have to have an, a pronunciation guide for that. Like every <laughs> word they've done. Oh my god. Yeah, it's pretty weird. It's the internet. Hey, you'll get, you'll get a good fifteen hundred views over seven. seven I know. Years. I know. I wonder how much money they're making from those. It's got to be a lot, right? Or yeah. else they wouldn't do them. I think they're doing great. I don't know if there are any ads on those though. I've never seen them. Uh, yeah, me either. Yeah, I've never, never seen a single ad mm-hmm. there. Uh, uh, what else? Star Trek uh, connection. Daryl said there were none, but I found one. Uh, into darkness there with lady pants. She was the, she was the alien head. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. Right. Langan camp. We lady talked about pants. earlier. So yeah, I think he just didn't, for some reason that may have been too small of a role or something. He didn't have it. Soundtrack gravy get a B for bleh. Wasn't that great? It's okay. That's moments, but <laughs> it, mostly. Boring. It was. It was good. Uh, variations on the theme. Uh, from the first sure, so, but the, whenever the was kid was right. around, she was talking to the having mom kid moments. It was like Saturday afternoon freaking Hallmark Channel stuff. It was a bad, right, real bad. Uh, Twitter post. This is where you guys sum it up in 140 characters or less. Or uh, Randy or. says he's going to do 280. Let's see how he does. <laughs> Let's start with Randy. Wes Craven's new nightmare: a movie within a movie that asks the question. What won't you guys put up with in terms of pure vanity projects? And answers it with a resounding, I don't know, man. We'll put up with just about anything. The end, mm. fade out, music, credits. Nice. You can get a hashtag in there, too, if you want. Roll. <laughs> well done. Uh, Dunaway. I haven't been upgraded yet, so I'm going with Wes Craven's new nightmare, like a game of Freddy's Crossy Road. Never download again. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Uh, finally, Ibit. Wes Craven's new nightmare. And then Brian wrote his Twitter post. The co-hosts laughed, and they lived happily ever after. <laughs> nice. <laughs> or did they? Oh, Hashtag oh. meta. Meta, very meta. Meta upon meta. Uh, well done. Well, that means that we've only really got this left. Alternate titles just handed to me. Uh, it was almost called Wes Craven's Fourth Wall. So that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, or Earth, down. Earthquake 2, funny enough. They were going to call it <laughs> Earthquake <laughs> 2. I've seen Earthquake, so sequel needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which even, one? Uh, Earthquake 1. Or the very, yeah. uh, what was the one? The old one. There's an old Earthquake. I thought they Irwin Allen I think, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they've had a whole bunch of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't do those much. Not a lot of uh, natural disaster ones lately. Although yeah. I guess this new Geostorm. The Geostorm? Yeah. I guess that is yeah. lately. That's Huge. very lately. In fact, it's in theaters yeah. now. Did that do? How'd that do? Hold on. I don't it know. It did okay, right? I don't think it did. Well, nothing's great. doing great in theaters right now. But if Well, we let's talk about it, that again. Yeah, let's do that. Let's go all into that. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you, though, the one for me is the movie Volcano with Tommy Lee Jones. Yes. Dan Hash. Mm-hmm. Yes. Don Cheadle. Didn't like didn't like Dante's Inferno instead? Dante's no, beat. but Volcano Volcano's fantastic. Vol- Volcano. <laughs> oh here it is there's only two reviews up so far so they have no rating but they're both negative uh one is for geostorm one is this movie is where special effects are relied on so heavily that acting dialogue and wardrobe do not matter uh okay somebody from the south china morning post says the climate change angle is mere window dressing to what is essentially another gerard butler action film film so it sounds like a real winner sign me up yeah Guys. from the producers of uh independence day so i'm, oh, yeah, I'm down with what, right. what do you think he's gonna get thursday thursday oh yeah. that's, that's the reason guys. why because they release in china already yeah it's already out in china when yeah. when we say they don't make natural disaster movies anymore how quickly we forget the five sharknado films yeah but nah, those are, well, that's not natural that's yeah, freaking sci-fi i don't count them yeah how quickly we try to forget those five there are five somebody keeps bringing them up yeah but not one of them sharknado but not one of those are in a theater ever like that's the difference for me i don't know that's funny they're way too good for theaters 
too, <laughs> too, too good for theaters. Sure. <laughs> I can only watch this at my house. Seriously. Seriously. I, I just have to tell you uh, two of the people that were in Sharknado 5. You got nobody saw it? No. No. Oh, seriously? Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. You're surprised? Right. Shark. Two of the people in Sharknado 5 included Chris Kattan, who should oh. be in, in all schlocky films. And yeah. I shit you not, Clay Aiken is oh, in this movie. Wow. wow. <laughs> Chris Kattan, I was going to say, what is Chris Kattan doing? But if this is what he's doing, I'm a little worried about his career. Didn't quite Rango. go. Uh, it's not Night of the Roxbury 5 we're talking about here. Is that right. Chris Kattan? That was Chris Kattan, Night of the Roxbury. Uh, yeah. Sharknado, yeah, yeah, Sharknado 5 was really, really good, guys. Like the United States, by Sharknado 4, I'm the sorry. United States has been destroyed by Sharknados. So this one takes place in England. It sounds terrible. I've tried. I can't do Olympus. it. We watched one. That was enough for me. Yeah, it's too dumb. <laughs> can't do it. That's like saying, hey, do you want to see Centipede 2 where they go even further? No, thanks. Yep. Seen the first one. Yep. I'm good. Millipede. <laughs> you should call that one. <laughs> <laughs> Ask your uncle. They don't have to be that old. All right. Uh, hey, there's an email from uh, uh, Eric Johnson from Sandusky, Ohio, who are considering changing their name to anything but Sandusky. Anyway, here's here's what he says. Greetings, Sack Pack. Hey, that's pretty good. Hi. Oh, not bad. Never heard, never heard that before. Been binging through your past horror movies, and you mentioned Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow quite a few times. Just a heads up. Mm-hmm. Get it? He says in parentheses. Uh, Sleepy Hollow is on Netflix streaming. It would be an ideal sack and cheese after you do Hellraiser and New Nightmare just before Halloween itself. Keep it up, Eric Johnson in Sandusky, Ohio. Mm, I've never seen it. Never seen it. So what? I know. I know. I, this is shame. one of my favorites again. Uh, it's supposed I, to be I great. This just last week. It's supposed yeah. to be amazing. It's supposed to be one of Tim Burton's best. I just never got around to it. But um, and one of Depp's best. Well, you think so? Depp. All right. Depp best. Hmm. He doesn't just act like a drunk British man. That'd be good. Nope. <laughs> um so, i want so to gonna, see it that'd we're be gonna great. do something else for halloween mm, what are we doing i have no idea <laughs> we've we've found a film on netflix called hellions that is actually about trick-or-treaters mm. it, it's uh much newer than a lot of the things we watch every now and then we need to do a newish movie you yeah. know for the kids that no one's have any experience with so we have no idea if it's any good exactly yeah yeah right and uh hellions hellions uh we're gonna we're going to put this out right before Halloween. It'll come out on like the 29th or 30th. So perfect timing. Get your friends together and watch Hellions on Netflix. Actually, it may week. come out the week after Halloween because it just hit me how our schedules are. So next. Oh, with uh, BlizzCon. Yeah, because next week will be oh, Blizz. No, I'm, I'm not... Wait. Is... <laughs> so New Nightmare is oh, our Sherpa, last movie. Sherpa Derpa, Sherpa Sherpa Derpa. It's our, technically our last October what? movie, but I have no problem watching yeah, it. Yeah, because we won't we be won't... able to film it before. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to be here next week. Record it. Yeah, it's a long story. We talked about. Okay. All right. We got it. We got to <laughs> talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we did two. One yesterday, one. Well, that does, no one knows what we're talking no, about. Cause this is... <laughs> I, we talked. We talked about. Okay. But we'll, we're going to talk offline. Folks. We'll figure we'll it out. We'll figure it out. Some, something's going to happen. Aliens may rise once again. Uh, all right. You can email us uh, just like Eric did there by using this email address, filmsackagmail.com. And while you're at it, go to our website, filmsack.com, where you can find links to everything we do and how to review us and all that other fun stuff, including our Twitter account, at Filmsack. That will do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Red rum. Red rum. <laughs> This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.
Believe me, everything is fine. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.